Three Peaks of Happiness by Air Atma in Ravi About the author Started with nothing became something achieved everything only to realize we are nothing Air Atma in Ravi is an embodied soul whose only mission in life is to help people realize the truth about life and be enlightened He was born in Bangalore on October 15, 1966. At a very young age, he mastered the craft of business and became a very successful businessman who revolutionized retailing in India with the stores Kids Kemp, Big Kids Kemp and Kemp Ford. After making millions, he realized that life is not just about making money. He shut down his business at the age of 40. and started making a difference doing his work humanitarian inspirational and spiritual work as a part of the humanitarian initiative three charitable homes were set up to provide free medical treatment and care to the poor destitute and needy today over 700 suffering homeless people who are picked up from the streets are served and cared for in three destitute homes and provided with free shelter food clothing and medical care air built a shiva temple in the year 1995 in bangalore which is now known as the shivoham shiva temple air now believes that religion is just a kindergarten of spirituality and people should go beyond religion to truly realize god one day His guru inspired him to introspect and find answers to the following questions. Who am I? What is the purpose of my life? Is life just meant to seek pleasures and to live and die without any purpose? What happens after death? Will I be reborn? Who is God? Where is God? What is God? What is the soul? Where are heaven and hell? What is enlightenment? Several questions like these took him on a quest, a search for the truth. He gave up his life of achievement and fulfillment in search of the final peak of life, enlightenment. After a few years of intense search and retreat, deep in the mountains, he realized that we are not this body. We are the soul, the atma. He changed his name to air. Atma in Ravi He metamorphosed to air and gave up his entire life as Ravi and started living as an instrument of God doing his divine will This led to several realizations that formed his new mission of life to help people realize the truth about life and be enlightened Since then Air's life has been dedicated to reaching out and helping people to eradicate the ignorance that they live in. Based on his realizations, Air has published over 60 books, composed and sung about 1350 bhajans, written several blogs, quotes and poems. He has taken up various other initiatives that can lead people towards the truth, like conducting Air spiritual retreats and giving talks that help people 
evolve on their spiritual journey. He is a TEDx speaker and is also invited to speak at several organizations like YPO, Young Presidents Organization, Rotary Club, Lions Club and many other corporates, schools and colleges. He conducts webinar every week and ask air sessions every day on Zoom and Facebook Live to help people realize the ultimate purpose of their life. Preface to the second edition. Who doesn't want to be happy? The whole world wants to be glad. Alas, we don't know what true happiness is. We so often are sad. The whole world is seeking happiness. Every human being is in the pursuit of pleasure, just as nobody wants pain. We all want to be happy, but have we even learned the true meaning of happiness? After writing many books on happiness, I realized that the ultimate path to eternal happiness is to evolve from one peak of happiness to another till we reach the ultimate peak of bliss where we are liberated from all unhappiness. I lived a life of joy and pleasure. For 25 years, I was scaling one pinnacle of achievement then another. I did not realize that I was trapped on the first peak of happiness, achievement. I believed success is happiness. My happiness was based on pleasure. It was all about possessions and people. I was very happy, no doubt. But just like we have day and night, I so often slipped into the state of misery and sorrow. There was fear and worry, stress and anxiety that became a valley to every crest of joy. I lived life like a yo-yo with pleasure and pain, sun and rain, loss and gain. And this was happening again and again. I was making more money and achieving more success. But was this more happiness? Unfortunately, no. I was fortunate to take an exit from the highway of achievement to scale the second peak of happiness. My life was all about pleasure, but I did not enjoy peace, the foundation of happiness. At 40, I shut down my business because I wanted to be happy. I realized that success and achievement are momentary. Ultimately, I would have to leave everything behind. I chose to live a life of contentment and started to climb the second peak of happiness, fulfillment. It was a beautiful journey of bliss and tranquility. I let go of my dreams and aspirations and instead of making money, I started making a difference. I pursued my passion of doing humanitarian, inspirational and spiritual work. I was the happiest man in the world. But was I free from misery and sorrow? Sadly, no. I experienced fear and worry, stress and anxiety, anger, hate, revenge and jealousy. Although I enjoyed bliss on the second peak of happiness, fulfillment, I was still consumed by the triple suffering, by the pain of the body, misery of the mind and agony of the ego. To live with fulfillment, 
I started traveling around the world and visited over a hundred countries. It was after my visit to Antarctica and the bliss of being with the penguins that my spiritual master, Tada, questioned me on the purpose of my existence. No doubt, he said, you have enjoyed the greatest of pleasures through achievement and now are enjoying divine peace in your fulfillment journey. When will you discover the true purpose of life and reach the ultimate peak of happiness? He inspired me to start a quest and this not only created a transformation in my life but rather a metamorphosis. In my quest for eternal happiness and the true purpose of life, I was searching for answers. There were many questions that I had which seemed to be eternally unanswered. Who am I? Why am I here? Who, where, what is God? What is karma? What is the soul? Is rebirth real? What is birth and what is death? What is enlightenment? I went on a retreat in silence to explore the true meaning of life, what the purpose of my existence was. I'm grateful that I was blessed to discover the third and ultimate peak of happiness, enlightenment. Enlightenment is the state of eternal happiness, divine love and everlasting peace without a trace of misery and sorrow. It is liberation from desire and attachment and unification with the divine. Enlightenment cannot be defined in words. It has to be experienced to understand its true meaning. Today, I enjoy being in that state of consciousness, a state of eternal happiness. This book is a treasure. It is beyond any pleasure. It takes us from peace to purpose and helps us live with the realization of the truth. As we overcome ignorance, we are freed from all stress and enjoy eternal happiness. Introduction Those who seek pleasure, those who want to be glad, they are climbing the first peak of happiness, achievement. Those who want peace, they don't want to be sad, they are scaling the second peak, fulfillment. A very few experience bliss from discovering life's purpose. They scale the ultimate peak of enlightenment. Life is a journey. Unfortunately, most of us think it is a destination. We zoom from the home to the tomb, trying to achieve name, fame, money and success. We want pleasure. We want to be happy. Right from the time we are children, we are taught to be successful. We become slaves to our desires and every passion gives us more happiness in this race of life. We all want to be an ace and we get caught in this chase. We don't realize how to live with grace. Everybody wants to be happy. Who doesn't want to be rich and successful? But look around and see, are all the rich people glad? Why are many of them sad? Why do many of them even commit suicide? This is because they do not discover the true meaning of happiness. You cannot become happy. You have to be happy. Things can give you pleasure, but this joy is momentary. 
because we are caught in this maze called life we forget to live with bliss and peace we are so busy reaching the destination that we forget to enjoy the journey called life some people are fortunate to take an exit on the highway that leads to the achievement peak they realize that true happiness is not pleasure but rather peace they choose to come down from the peak of achievement to live a life of contentment and fulfillment they choose peace over pleasure they live a life of freedom and liberation building a universal connection instead of living like machines trying to produce more and more success to be happy they live with meaning and purpose with faith and hope with laughter and love to them happiness doesn't come from making money but rather from making a difference after achieving noteworthy success they are content and call it a day they realize that life will not go on forever they do not want to go to their grave being a slave of their desires and passions they choose to live with peace and tranquility the very foundation of happiness these people are far happier than the achievers of the world they are not carried away by the glamour and glitter that gives pleasure they choose peace and bliss there are very few who are fortunate to discover the true purpose of life they may or may not have tasted pleasure that comes from the first peak of achievement and it is quite likely that they lived with contentment and fulfillment the second peak however these rare few go in a quest of the true purpose of life these are the ones who escape from all misery and sorrow on earth otherwise everyone who takes birth experiences physical pain suffering of the body misery of the mind fear worry stress anxiety and depression and agony of the ego anger hate revenge and jealousy is there a way to be liberated from all suffering the third and ultimate peak of happiness is called enlightenment very few people even know that such a peak exists it is a peak that transcends the first peak of happiness achievement that gives pleasure and the second peak of happiness fulfillment that gives peace the third and ultimate peak of happiness enlightenment is scaled by those who achieve the true purpose of life they are blessed to live a life of eternal happiness they live life moment by moment enjoying every moment to the fullest they live life with divine love realizing god as the supreme immortal power that manifests in everyone and everything they live a life of tranquility and peace as they are free from all misery and sorrow being enlightened with the truth about life these are the truly happy ones not only are they free from all misery on earth but they are also free from rebirth and they become one with the divine unless we escape from the prison of achievement and we open our wings and fly with contentment and fulfillment we will never realize the truth of who am i and why am i here we will never discover life's true purpose and we will never climb the ultimate peak of enlightenment the journey of life is no doubt about being happy but happiness is not just pleasure happiness is peace but when peace is dissolved in purpose we experience a divine bliss unknown to the common man
we experience that state of consciousness where there is eternal happiness. We don't need to become happy. We learn to be happy and nothing can steal our peace, bliss and happiness. Contents 1. What is happiness? 2. Who doesn't want to be happy? 3. Happiness is a choice. 4. Happiness is like a shadow. 5. Three peaks of happiness. 6. First peak of happiness, achievement. 7. How can we be happy? 8. Is success happiness? 9. Are all the wealthy and the rich glad? 10. Success can make us unhappy. 11. The success and happiness paradox. 12. Taking an exit from the achievement highway. 13. Second peak of happiness, fulfillment. 14. evolving from the pleasure to peace 15 living with contentment and fulfillment 16 the fulfillment acronym 17 is anybody free from suffering 18 who is the one who suffers and why 19 discover the third peak of happiness enlightenment 20 enlightenment is realizing our life purpose 21 overcoming ignorance 22 living in consciousness 23 sat chit ananda 24 happiness comes from pp not anything 25 peace the foundation of happiness 26 How to be free from all suffering 27 Live life moment by moment 28 Happiness is within 29 Be grateful and count your blessings 30 Discover true love the fountain of joy 31 The yogi is ever blissful 32 Success is not happiness. Happiness is success. 33. Evolving from peak to peak. Afterward, my happiness journey. Poem. Other books by Air. Chapter 1. What is happiness? Happiness doesn't come from a product. a person or a place true happiness is bliss it is an eternal smile on the face everybody wants to be happy but how many of us know the real meaning of happiness we are chasing success money name and wealth thinking that the more we have of these the happier we will be no doubt these will give us pleasure but is pleasure happiness yes and no pleasure creates momentary joy but soon we sink into a valley of gloom and despair when we fulfill a desire pleasure will quench our thirst but soon 
another desire will make us bust. Is there a way of being happy all the time? To most of the world, it hardly matters what creates happiness. The only thing that matters is that we must have pleasure and we must not have pain. There must be sunshine and no rain. There must be no loss, only gain. This is happiness. But is it? Don't we experience these in cycles the way this world has been created? Is it not natural to become unhappy every now and then? Or is there a way to eternal happiness? When we understand the true meaning of happiness, then we can evolve to that state of bliss which has no misery and stress. Such a simple thing as happiness and yet we struggle to define it. It is so much easier to define unhappiness. It is that state of fear, worry, stress, anxiety and depression. We become unhappy when there is anger, hate, revenge and jealousy. Isn't it true that these negative, toxic emotions ruin our happiness? Wouldn't it be right then to think that happiness is being positive, living with faith, hope, trust and enthusiasm? Isn't it all about love, compassion and forgiveness, courage, confidence and optimism? No doubt, these positive emotions create a power or energy that makes us happy. But what are the symptoms of happiness? The simplest way to know if somebody is happy or not is to see if they have a smile on their face. We don't have to do too much analysis to conclude whether somebody is happy or unhappy. A smiling and a laughing face reveals happiness just as a crying and frowning face cannot hide that we are unhappy. But these are just symptoms. These are effects. What is the cause of happiness? Sometimes we're celebrating, laughing, choking, having fun. But in that very moment, we hear some news which is very disturbing. This steals our peace of mind. Then, can we remain happy? Impossible. Peace is the foundation of happiness. Where there is no peace, there can be no happiness. Nobody can deny this. What then is happiness? How can we be in that state of eternal peace, divine love and everlasting joy? How can we live with enthusiasm? Although this is the most common question of humanity, to find the answer is rare. We think happiness is something or somebody and we chase that to become happy. But happiness is a shadow. The more you chase it, the further it goes away. Very few people learn the secret of happiness. Happiness is not just in becoming happy, rather it is in being happy. Happiness is in the now. It is not in the yesterday that is gone, nor is it in the tomorrow not yet born. Those who learn the art of being in the now, the art of living life, moment by moment, they attain that state of eternal bliss. But how can we be happy moment by moment? It is practically impossible. 
we all have so many problems and we become unhappy. Where does our happiness go? Happiness doesn't come or go. Happiness is within. It is inside. But we are searching for it outside. How will we ever find it? As long as we are chasing achievement and success to attain pleasure that is momentary, we will be glad and sad in cycles. Unless we learn to live a life of contentment and fulfillment, we will not discover eternal bliss. A very few people go beyond achievement and fulfillment to reach that ultimate state of happiness called enlightenment. In this state, one is liberated from all misery and sorrow, just as one enjoys every moment of life with peace and bliss. Do you want to be happy? Then stop and find out what happiness is all about. Don't just run after happiness thinking that pleasure is happiness. Of course it is, but pleasure is short-lived. Learn to live with bliss that is built on the foundation of peace. Don't try to become happy. Just be happy. It's easy. You can. Chapter 2 Who doesn't want to be happy? Everybody wants to be glad. Who wants to be sad? If somebody wants to be sad, they are mad. No normal human being wants to be unhappy. Everybody wants to smile and laugh. Nobody wants problems that makes them cry. Who would like to live in fear, worry, misery, stress, anxiety, and sorrow? If you had a choice, would you choose unhappiness over happiness? If you look around, different people are seeking different things. Some want success, name, fame, achievement, while others may want to become an artist, a painter, a pilot, or even a politician. Whatever people want to be, what is the end goal? What is the purpose of people having dreams and making their dreams come true? Everybody wants to be happy. Everybody is seeking what they are seeking because it will give them bliss. Would anybody choose a career, a job, a business, a life that is guaranteed to create unhappiness? Only a mentally challenged person would. Every normal human being seems to be fitted with what we can call a pleasure pain drive. Man is driven towards pleasure. just as man pushes away pain this is the essential character of a human being right from the time we are children we seek happiness boys want toys just as men do the only difference between the men and boys is the cost of their toys a boy wants a bat a ball while a man is chasing his doll just try to snatch away a favorite barbie from a little girl she will most probably scream and cry we all want to be happy and this starts from the time we have our feet on the street while everybody wants to be happy different things make different people happy you may be very happy eating a pizza but i may hate italian food my happiness may come from eating a south indian dosa each human being is wired differently 
somebody may love to go on a holiday to Singapore, New York or London. While the bus gives them bliss, my happiness would lie in being in the mountains in Switzerland or in the white sand beaches with turquoise waters in the Maldives. Each one of us becomes happy being with our favorite people. Somebody may make me very happy, but that very person may be the cause of your stress and unhappiness. Therefore, happiness is not triggered by the same source for everybody. We all have our different happiness triggers. Some of us know what makes us happy and we pursue that. while there are others who have never stopped to reflect on what makes them happy if we don't know what is the source of our happiness how will we ever be happy when i was chasing success and achievement i found a unique way to be happy i created a happiness card which listed the 10 things that made me happy some of them were sing a happy song go play with my pet or go for a long walk whenever there were moments of unhappiness or i felt that happiness was missing from my life i would pull out my happiness card and try to do something that would make me happy this was magical i would immediately experience joy but i must admit that this was not a permanent source of happiness soon i would lose my bliss again and descent into a valley of gloom don't we all experience joy and sorrow in cycles sometimes we're glad but sometimes we're sad isn't this true why does this happen while we all want to be happy all the time it seems like happiness is elusive it comes and it goes is there a way to everlasting bliss nobody knows A very few people learn the art of being happy all the time. There are those people who are the morons of the world. They somehow want to be unhappy. They have chosen to be miserable in their life. These people seem to be mentally challenged. If they were normal human beings, they would not enjoy the misery that comes from fear and anxiety. Why then do we find many people in a state of misery and sorrow? Is it because these people never learned that happiness is a choice? We can choose to be happy or unhappy. Do you want to be happy? You have the treasure of happiness in your hand. You can choose to open it or let it be. Whether you want momentary pleasure or eternal bliss, joy peace and happiness it is your choice chapter 3 happiness is a choice you can be happy or unhappy you can choose but if you don't choose then joy and bliss you will lose happiness is a choice we must consciously want to be happy while happiness is not always dependent on products people and places if we do not want to be happy we will remain in that state of unhappiness forever some people are living miserable lives either there is a job that they hate or a relationship that makes them cry somehow 
they got into it but they have a choice they can find a way out of this misery and sorrow or they can drag it into another tomorrow happiness just doesn't happen it needs a fur whether it is to achieve some pleasure or just to be in peace happiness is a choice and we must make that choice if we don't choose to be happy we can be sure that we will lose the opportunity how many people are conscious about happiness we are more conscious about success and achievement because we have grown up with the myth that if we are rich and wealthy we will be happy while money is a very important factor to survive and to be happy it is not always a source of happiness some people in fact choose money achievement and success but they end up being unhappy so what then can really make us happy different things make different people happy and it is for us to choose for this we must first stop and find out what makes us happy do you know what makes you happy have you made that list of aspirations they may be goals or dreams but have you made that wish list that will fill your life with bliss and joy there are some people who have a list of dreams and goals but don't know how to be happy achieving them while there are others who have never stopped to find out what they really want in life what is it that would make them happy some people wonder how we could make such a list it is not so difficult if each one of us reflects on our past life we will discover that there were moments where we were truly happy our happiness might have been caused by a person a place a product or even a hobby or lifestyle whatever it be we should know what makes us happy and we must make a conscious choice to choose happiness there was a person who was always miserable because of a family member who constantly argued on subjects that the two did not agree on one day the former decided to choose to stay away from the latter instead he started spending time with his friends which created bliss and joy his life was transformed sometimes we make a wise choice to change but sometimes we are like that dog that continues to groan sitting on a nail why does that dog not get up from the nail because it is not hurting so much when our pain is not so painful we sometimes endure it rather than making a choice to change happiness is a choice do you want to be happy are you happy do you want to find a way to greater joy and bliss then you must realize that happiness has three peaks the first peak is achievement that will give pleasure the second peak is fulfillment that comes from contentment and it gives us peace the very foundation of happiness but there is a third peak the peak called enlightenment very few people know of this third and ultimate peak of happiness it is a state of eternal bliss divine love and everlasting peace
on the third peak one is liberated from all pain suffering and sorrow doesn't this seem to be a magical peak yes it does it is our choice do we want to choose momentary pleasure do we want to choose eternal peace and discover the ultimate peak of happiness enlightenment for beginners on the happiness journey we must realize that happiness is a journey not a destination but the most important choice is i want to be happy unless we first make happiness a choice it will escape us not only should we understand what happiness is and what makes us happy we must make a choice to find the way to eternal happiness just as we must discover the way to be free from unhappiness robert was a millionaire and his happiness came from success and achievement he motivated tom to work harder and become rich tom asked robert why and robert replied if you are rich and wealthy then you can be happy like me tom laughed why do i have to be rich and wealthy like you to be happy when i'm already happy doing what i love why should i chase money and success when all it can create is happiness which i already have chapter 4 happiness is like a shadow happiness is like a shadow the more you chase it the further it goes away but learn the art of just being happy and with you it will stay do you want to be happy then remember this secret of happiness happiness is like a shadow surely you have observed that when you walk towards your shadow it goes further away so does happiness when we chase somebody or something to be happy that happiness becomes elusive it is sure to become distant from us because happiness is like a shadow have you noticed what happens when you stop chasing the shadow it remains with you and looks at you do you want happiness to be with you all the time then realize that you can't run behind happiness it will only go further and further away we can never become happy we have to be happy a shadow should always remind us of this lesson the truth is that happiness doesn't come from achievement it is only a momentary pleasure unfortunately the whole world is chasing happiness we are trying to buy more expensive clothes drive better branded cars live in more luxurious mansions and travel to more exotic destinations is it true that the more money we have and the more we spend on our attire our vehicles our homes and our travel the happier we will become this is a myth but somehow the world lives with it the world believes that success is happiness everybody is trying to be an ace and most people are caught in this chase to win the race the question is are they happy look around you who are the truly happy people are they the ones who are chasing happiness 
those who are are living stressed lives they live with worry anxiety and fear this rocks their peace the very foundation of happiness even if they achieve success and attain that momentary pleasure the joy just slips away their desires do not quench their thirst it only makes them burst as they are no more satisfied fulfilling their need they are trapped in their own greed they want more and more but is it true that the more they will have the happier they will become this is a lie happiness is not proportionate to success achievement money name and fame all successful people are not happy but remember all happy people are successful the objective of success is happiness but unfortunately success does not fulfill this objective on the other hand if we learn the art of happiness then we are automatically successful happiness is a paradox the more you try to be happy the less happy you are of course you must desire to be happy but you must not run behind happiness always remind yourself of the shadow the more you run behind happiness the further it will go away such is the paradox of happiness the more we try to become happy the less happy we will be but if we stop chasing happiness our life can be full of peace and bliss we must learn the art of just being happy it is unfortunate that throughout life we have been taught that happiness is a chase and we have got caught in this maze we have not learned the art of living with grace from the time we are children the only thing we are taught is to be an achiever we must come first in class we must get outstanding marks and this doesn't stop it is expected that when we grow up we must get the best possible job or start the biggest business and become the richest person in the world why because we believe that all this will make us happy we spend our life chasing happiness and we run and run till life is done we are so busy trying to be happy that we forget to be happy then suddenly life is over we started life with a glass full of it but we spent our life chasing happiness in the end our life glass is empty but we are not filled with joy and bliss who are the really happy people they are the ones who have realized that chasing happiness will never make them happy it may give them momentary pleasure but soon that joy will dissolve and they will be chasing happiness yet again the truly happy ones are content and satisfied they don't let their greed overcome their need they are grateful with what they have and they learn the art of just being happy they don't chase happiness have you noticed such people they're always living blissful and peaceful lives they're not returning after destination happiness rather they're enjoying life moment by moment but the ones who chase happiness 
all their lives end up with regret. They wish they had lived differently, but unfortunately, they can't. Stop chasing happiness. Chapter 5 Three Peaks of Happiness The first peak of happiness is achievement. It gives pleasure. The second peak is fulfillment. It is joyous bliss and peace. The third peak is enlightenment. We discover our purpose. We find eternal happiness. All miseries cease. Are you seeking happiness? Before you start your journey of happiness, realize that there are three routes to happiness. The first is the highway to achievement. The second is the voyage to fulfillment and the third is the journey to enlightenment. You have to make a choice on how you want to be happy. If you choose to drive on the highway of achievement, you will surely be happy with pleasures. But remember that after every pleasure, there will be pain and loss will follow every gain. This will happen again and again. People who are trying to scale the peak of achievement are never satisfied. They go from one summit to another, wanting more and more. They want more success, more money and more fame. Ultimately, they may have more of this, but the pleasure that they enjoy is mixed with worry and stress. This is their happiness. They never enjoy peace and they're never satisfied. Therefore, they are never happy. Their pleasures are short-lived. They are living like a yo-yo. Sometimes they are glad and sometimes they are sad. If you want your happiness to be derived from achievement, then you can choose success as your journey. Just like the millions who are running behind creating name and fame, you too will follow this herd. You must make a choice. Instead, if you want to live with joy and peace, but you are still zooming down the highway of achievement, it's time to look for an exit to start your voyage of fulfillment. What is the voyage of fulfillment all about? The first attribute of somebody who is going on a voyage of fulfillment is contentment. Such people are not slaves of their greed. They are satisfied fulfilling their need. They do not let their happiness be dependent on their achievement. No doubt, they make enough money that can take care of their basic needs, but they put a stop to this mad chase. They realize that pleasure is only a momentary happiness and they choose rather to live a life of peace. On this voyage of fulfillment, they are enjoying life moment by moment. They count their blessings and live with faith, hope and enthusiasm. They have no stress and anxiety and they have time to love and love. They truly enjoy the voyage of contentment and fulfillment. Less than a fifth of the people in this world exit from the highway where they see people zoom from the womb to the tomb and they choose to be happy and content with peace. 
but they're not free from suffering and sorrow. They're drifting on the ocean of life without a purpose. They do good karma, good deeds, and chances are that after they enjoy both pleasure and pain on earth, they will return in a rebirth to settle their accounts, good and bad. Less than 1% of humanity is lucky to discover the third and final peak, enlightenment. They have probably experienced pleasure that comes from achievement and peace that comes from fulfillment, but they realize that the ultimate peak of happiness is enlightenment. They also know that enlightenment is about discovering the true purpose of life. They start their journey by going on a quest to find that state of eternal happiness and they learn the secret and the art of overcoming all suffering. They are blessed to live a life of everlasting joy, divine love and eternal bliss. They realize that they are not the body that suffers physical pain. They realize that they are not the mind that is constantly worrying and wandering with stress, fear and anxiety. Ultimately, they realize that they are not the ego that gets so anguished with anger, hate, revenge and jealousy. Not only do they enjoy all the pleasures of this world, but they also overcome greed and live with contentment, enjoying peace that comes from fulfillment. But they go beyond this happiness. They experience an ecstasy of bliss, a euphoria of joy, as they are enlightened with the truth. Each realization on their quest makes them overcome ignorance that makes them suffer. Ultimately, when they reach the peak of enlightenment, there is no suffering, misery and sorrow. There is only joy love and bliss. On the third peak, the enlightened ones love all because they realize that each person is a manifestation of the divine. Love is a fountain of joy and the enlightened ones experience unparalleled happiness. Therefore, not only do the enlightened ones enjoy earthly pleasure, but they also enjoy divine heavenly bliss unknown to 99% of humanity that doesn't even know that happiness has three peaks. Most of this world just seeks achievement or at most fulfillment. Most people don't even know that such a peak exists. Chapter 6 First Peak of Happiness Achievement Why is it that achievement is all that we seek? Because we are fooled to believe it is the happiness peak. The whole world is chasing success and achievement. Why? Because somehow we have been made to believe that success is happiness. We have been fooled by our own parents, teachers, mentors and society that all there is in life is achievement. They themselves have been fooled into believing this and generation after generation, we just follow the herd. What do we think? 
if we want to be happy we must be successful the purpose of life is achievement but is this true while there is no doubt that achievement gives pleasure and success creates happiness there is also no doubt that more success and achievement will not give more and more happiness we need money to fulfill our need and we need to taste success to build our self esteem but to believe that achievement is the ultimate peak of happiness is a man's greatest tragedy achievement is just the first peak of happiness what happens to people who are pursuing happiness on this highway called achievement they live their life with desires and dreams passions and obsessions every time they make a dream come true it seems like they're very happy but in the very next moment they become unhappy either because they're bored of their achievement or because they're jealous of another's achievement when a journalist was talking to a winner of an olympic gold the winner was dancing in joy however the silver medalist was crying why asked the journalist i'm miserable because i lost the gold medal was the answer right next to them the winner of the bronze medal was singing dancing and celebrating the bronze medalist announced oh i never expected anything in the journey of achievement there are highs and lows joys and sorrows peaks and valleys and so happiness on the achievement path is never consistent in fact there is a lot of stress and worry that steals away happiness either in the preparation of success or in just retaining the position of success in life the majority of this world believes that achievement is happiness that only success can give joy and bliss and so most of the world is on this path this path is overcrowded with people who want to be rich and famous every youngster has an aspiration to be successful just as every parent motivates their child to be an achiever the first peak of happiness achievement no doubt is full of excitement glamour and fun there is a lot of pressure and so most of us are attracted towards this peak who doesn't want to be a star but can everybody be a winner and can every winner win all the time therefore those who are pursuing achievement must realize that eventually there will be a heartache and heartbreak the pleasure of achievement is not eternal the joy from achievement will come and go and this we must know why is that most people are chasing achievement to be happy it is because the majority of the world is trapped by their own senses that seek pleasure the world today is full of merchandise that wants to fulfill our sensual pleasures the television and the internet are full of products and pleasures motivating people to believe that happiness is in acquiring these in that mad pursuit to acquire products to travel to different places and to satisfy people we love we need financial resources and this comes from success and achievement 
Therefore, we are all trying to become richer so that we can have all these possessions that will fill our life with pleasure. But is this pleasure true happiness? The pleasure derived from achievement is driven by the hormone dopamine. Dopamine gives us a kick to seek more pleasure, more success and more achievement. We get trapped in this pleasure cycle and we live and die chasing achievement to be happy. We don't realize that this journey is endless. These desires will never quench our thirst. Ultimately, they will make us burst when we are climbing the peak called achievement. Finally, we will reach a cliff called death and fall. We will die and all our achievement will be left behind in this world. Chapter 7 How can we be happy? I want to be happy. Everybody says this, but not many know what the way to true happiness is. The whole world is seeking happiness. We are all in this mad chase to be happy. But how many people are really happy? Very few. People may appear to be happy, but within we suffer. We may suffer physical pain and we may go to a doctor. or take medication to overcome it but what about the misery of the mind and agony of the ego many suffer from fear and worry from stress and anxiety many people are living in depression they even commit suicide why because it is the mind that is stealing their peace and happiness then there are others who are anguished by anger hate revenge and jealousy is there a way to escape from these monsters and live a life of bliss and peace unfortunately we have not found the way to happiness in fact we have not understood the true meaning of happiness we want to become happy but we can never become happy all the time we can become glad but soon we will become sad As long as we let our happiness depend on pleasure we will enjoy pleasure but we cannot escape from pain Some people don't even reach the state of achieving pleasure they just live and die they curse their life they question god as to why they suffer they understand nothing about karma the universal law and how everything is happening as per karma There is no god sitting up in the clouds and causing their unhappiness and neither will just folding our hands in prayer give us the gift or prasadam of happiness if we want happiness we have to understand what happiness is and we must seek happiness through the realization of the truth of life we must decide whether we want to be happy for a moment or we want eternal happiness do we want happiness that comes from pleasure or are we looking for bliss that comes from peace everybody wants to be happy but nobody really is there are very few who stop and realize the truth about happiness we must first stop and analyze where we are on the happiness journey are we zapped by pleasure that comes from achievement As long as we enjoy this, 
we cannot escape from this. We think we are enjoying the pleasure, but in reality, the pleasure is enjoying us. I was on this roller coaster of pleasure for 25 years. Pleasure after pleasure, I enjoyed every possible material pleasure there could be. Then I realized that far more than pleasure, what gave me true happiness was peace. How did I experience this? I started focusing on making a difference rather than just making money. I realized money gives happiness, but more money doesn't create more happiness. I had been fooled into believing that the richer I got, the happier I would become. When I started doing humanitarian work and started serving people, picking them up from the street and putting them back on their feet, I started experiencing a joy that I had not experienced making my millions. It is strange that while happiness comes from spending money, rather than just earning it, most people are doing otherwise. I started spending what I earned and I felt great peace and contentment as I experienced bliss that came from fulfillment. Do you want to be happy? You have to make a choice. You can enjoy the roller coaster and scream, cry and laugh with pleasure and pain and ultimately die. If you would like to have peace that will create bliss, it is a choice you must make. Some people think that a peaceful life is very boring. They prefer to have an exciting life. Their happiness is triggered by the hormone dopamine that gives pleasure and not serotonin that gives peace. Each one of us has to choose what the source of our happiness should be. While we may choose pleasure or peace on the happiness journey, we must realize one truth that we are going to experience unhappiness. If we are seeking that ultimate happiness, then we need to discover the purpose of life. Less than 1% of humanity goes on a quest and reaches this ultimate peak of happiness. It is our choice. Obviously, you want to be happy. That is why you are reading this book. But you must stop and reflect how happy are you and how happy you want to be. Do you want to continue with pleasure or do you want peace or purpose that will give you eternal happiness? Chapter 8 Is Success Happiness? The whole world wants success so that they can be happy. Why then are the millionaires of the world so unhappy? Isn't it true that many rich and famous people live miserable lives. Haven't you seen some celebrities in interviews talking about depression? If success led to happiness, then these wealthy people should have unending happiness because they have countless money and wealth, more than they can ever spend. Why then are they unhappy? It is a paradox. Those who are not successful are yearning for success because they believe that success is happiness. They live unhappy lives because they are not achievers with money in their bank. Ironically, those who are already successful are yearning for happiness. They have all the money in the world, but they have no peace and joy. Isn't it funny 
that the achievers are yearning for happiness and the happy ones are yearning for achievement. Is success and achievement actually happiness? We must not underestimate the importance of success. We all need money to survive, but to believe that success and achievement is eternal happiness is a myth we all grew up with. We are all taught to be achievers right from the time we are kids in schools. By the time we grow up, we are already indoctrinated with the passion to succeed. Why? Is it because we want to be unhappy? Of course not. Why will success make us unhappy? Success will give us money and money can be exchanged for pleasure. But can money buy happiness? Money can buy a house but not a home. Money can buy a bed but not sleep. Money can buy a diamond ring but not love. There are things money can buy. Therefore, we need money. But money cannot buy happiness. Very few people realize this truth and turn away from running after success and achievement. Those who do choose to live a life of contentment and fulfillment. Rather than spending their life achieving more and more success and money, they spend their life doing the things they love. This gives them fulfillment, joy, peace and bliss that is far more gratifying than what money can buy. But less than a fifth of this world is unfortunate to flip over from achievement to fulfillment. The majority believes that success is happiness. Most people think that money and wealth is what creates joy in life. There was a poor man who went to his spiritual master and told him, Don't teach me spirituality, just teach me how to be happy. Show me a way to be wealthy. If I am successful and rich, I need nothing else. The wise saint gave him a small gold coin and told him to put it in the biggest box he had in his house and lock it. He told him, After five years, this magical gold coin will fill the box with gold. The poor man was elated and thanked the saint. He chose a big trunk and locked the coin in it. Then, for the next five years, he was the happiest man in the world because he knew that he had a trunk full of gold. After five years of happiness, he was dismayed when he opened the trunk. The tiny gold coin had not produced any gold. He went back to the saint and cried complaining that there was no miracle. The saint asked him, Were you not happy for the last five years? Yes, I was, he answered. Did the gold make you happy? The man realized that even without the gold, he could be happy. Most of us believe in the lie that success and money is happiness. The opposite is also not true. Poverty cannot create bliss. We must find a path to live with true happiness. Neither must we waste our life chasing success, nor should we deny ourselves in penance and prayer to be happy. We must be enlightened with the truth about our life and discover our purpose if we want to have eternal joy. Most people earn and earn only for others to burn what they earn. 
they fool themselves into believing that the excitement of success gives them great joy. In reality, their life is full of stress and anxiety. First, there is stress of being an achiever. Then, there is anxiety to achieve more success. And finally, there is worry on how to retain the wealth and success attained. In the meanwhile, their life escapes them. They had a glass full of life, which they emptied, instead filling the glass with success and achievement. Ultimately, they had a glass full of life, which they emptied, instead filling the glass with success and achievement. Ultimately, they had a glass full of success, but no life to live. Before you decide to make success, achievement, money, name and fame the path of your happiness journey, speak to a few successful people in the sunset of their lives and ask them what they regret most. Most of them will regret that they did not live their life doing what they would have liked to do and being happy. Alas, their life is over. Chapter 9 Are all the wealthy and the rich glad? If I have money, success and wealth, I will be glad. We believe in this myth and we become sad. Are all the wealthy and rich people happy? Definitely not. They may have all the money in the world, but do they have all the happiness too? We can be sure without doubt that happiness is not proportionate to success, wealth, money and riches. There are people in this world who have everything, still they are unhappy. There are others who hardly have anything but they seem to be very happy. They are content and fulfilled. Then, why is it that we believe that money or success or wealth is equal to happiness? It is most unfortunate that we are chasing the material pleasures of this world to be happy. We let our happiness become dependent on things and so. We spend our entire life trying to acquire things that we think will make us happy. As kids, we are happy with our toy car. Then we want a bicycle as we grow up. Soon we want a motorcycle. Then. We aspire to buy our first car. At every step, we are happy, but soon thereafter, we become unhappy. We are unhappy with our small car and we want a bigger car. Then we want a Mercedes, a BMW, a Ferrari, a Rolls Royce or a limousine. Even after we get these, after spending all our wealth, are we happy? No, we're not because we want a private jet. We push ourselves so much and live stressed out lives to ultimately get that private jet and enjoy our first flight in it, only to become miserable when we fly in a friend's private jet which is better than ours. Isn't it true that we are never satisfied, we're never content and happy? It is a fact of life that every poor person believes that they will become happy when they become rich. 
The rich aspire to become millionaires to be happy. The millionaire yearns to be a billionaire, thinking that will make him the happiest. And the billionaire aspires to be the world's richest person in order to become the world's happiest person. Ironically, the happiest person is one who is not bothered about millions and billions. Millionaires and billionaires live with fear, stress, worry and anxiety. Their lives are filled with the poison of anger, hate, revenge and jealousy and they are agonized by their ego. The happiest person has none of these. He is content, lives fearlessly and without anxiety. He may not be a millionaire or billionaire, but he finds happiness with what he has. Happiness does not depend on what you have, but rather on how you feel. Why then is the world running behind money? Why are we made to believe that wealth and money are the means to happiness? Unfortunately, generation after generation, we believe in the myth and we do not realize the truth. Money is not happiness. Money is important to survive. But if you believe that, the more money you have, the happier you will become. You are sure to become miserable. Happy is the one who realizes the simple truth that eternal joy, divine love and everlasting peace are not connected to money and wealth. Such a person learns the art of being happy, not becoming rich and successful. What is the use of having all the money, wealth and success in the world if we still remain unhappy? A happy person realizes that the true wealth of life doesn't depend on how much gold and how many diamonds we have. It doesn't depend on our bank balance or the properties in our name. While we keep on adding zeros to our wealth, these zeros do not guarantee happiness. This is why the wealthiest of millionaires can become unhappy in a flash of a moment. The real millionaire is one who can have a smile on his face all the time. The true billionaire is one who can sleep peacefully at night. True happiness does not depend on our net worth, but rather on how much we are able to smile and laugh. Therefore, the richest people in this world are actually those who are the happiest. For if you have all the money in the world and you're still unhappy, then you are no better than a bankrupt. After all, what is the objective of money? Why do we want to become rich? It is because we believe that the wealthier we are, the happier we will be. But this is the world's biggest lie. If we have any doubt about this, we must stop and study the lives of the wealthy and the rich. We will realize that although they had all the money in the world, they were in fact beggars when it came to happiness. Chapter 10 Success Can Make Us Unhappy Everybody believes that success is the way to happiness. Little do we realize that it creates worry and stress. When we are not successful, we believe that success is happiness. We wish to be achievers. 
we try to educate ourselves in the best university and try to acquire all the skills that are needed for success. We even pray to God to make us successful. Somehow, we were made to believe that all successful people are happy. Little do we realize that, in fact, the reverse is true. All happy people are successful. We spend our entire life chasing success and achievement, but we end up without really becoming happy. No doubt, success can create name, fame, money, and wealth. That can give us pleasure. But contemplate, can everybody be successful? No, of course not. For one person to be a winner, there will be 10 others who are losers. Therefore, everybody cannot become a winner. Even if we are fortunate to be a winner, does it mean we will be happy? Some of us may be, but most of us will go through a life of tremendous stress and anxiety. Success is not easy. Achievement may look very glamorous from the outside, but if we look inside the life of an achiever, we will understand how much pain it takes to succeed. It needs a lot of sacrifice, commitment, devotion, dedication, and for this, we very often have to give up all the happiness that we would otherwise enjoy on the journey of life. Finally, if we are fortunate to be successful, are we guaranteed to be happy? Yes, surely. We will feel the ecstasy of winning, but the euphoria of success doesn't last long. Soon we are bored with our success and we have new desires and dreams. These passions make us puppets and we continue to chase success and keep happiness for a future date. Most successful people are so busy achieving success that not only do they lose their peace of mind, but they also forget to be happy. They are no better than machines that manufacture money and wealth. But if this wealth cannot be used to be happy, then why all the success? In fact, success often makes us unhappy. We can become angry if we don't hit our target. It is very common for successful people to live lives of anxiety, stress and depression. In fact, some successful people even commit suicide. Although they had all the success and wealth in the world, why did they kill themselves? Obviously, because they were so miserable. Success makes us compare our wealth with others and we become jealous. Instead of making us happy, our success begins to make us unhappy. Ultimately, we consume our life making so much wealth and in the bargain, we lose all our health. Before we realize it, our life is over. We may have all the money in the bank, but no time to spend it. When we realize this and decide to spend our wealth, we cry that we do not have the wealth to spend our wealth. Then we regret spending our entire life trying to be successful. Isn't it wiser to focus on happiness rather than success? Should we not wake up to realize what true happiness is all about? When will we escape from the rat race 
I was fortunate to end my success journey when I was 40. After 25 years of running and running after money and wealth, name and fame, I was fortunate to have a guru, a spiritual mentor whom I called Dada. Dada made me realize that it is a myth to believe that achievement is happiness. True happiness lies in going beyond achievement. When we discover the true purpose of life and we are enlightened with the truth, we will experience true bliss. I was living a life like a money-making machine, working 18 hours a day, 7 days a week, and while I fooled myself into believing that I was happy and excited doing it, when I look at my past in hindsight, I realized that I actually started to live after saying a goodbye to success and achievement. These were not only creating stress and anxiety, anger and jealousy, they were stealing my most important treasure, life. I decided to live and exchanged success and achievement, money and wealth with peace and fulfillment, joy and bliss. It is unfortunate that most of the people who have not achieved success are enamored by it and believe that the glamour of success will make them happy. Little do they realize that success can be the cause of our unhappiness. One cannot be successful without fear and worry, anxiety and stress. Success can be the biggest cause of our unhappiness. Chapter 11 The Success and Happiness Paradox Success is not success it creates so much anxiety and stress and when we want to be happy all we get is unhappiness What is a paradox in simple words a paradox is something that contradicts our common sense Our common sense says success is success but the paradox is success creates unhappiness how is this possible the second paradox is that of happiness when we want to become happy we become unhappy let us understand this better everybody is chasing success because our gut feel is that success will make us happy but it is strange and true that success actually makes us unhappy from the moment we decide that we want to be successful we are more stressed and anxious there is no peace joy or bliss even when we achieve success there is only momentary pleasure because the next moment we're chasing another success despite achieving all the success that we possibly wanted we still compare our success with others and become miserable isn't success a paradox it is supposed to make us successful and happy but we become unhappy therefore the paradox of success is that success can make us unhappy and therefore it makes us unsuccessful everybody wants to be happy but the moment we want to be happy we become unhappy The desire for happiness creates unhappiness. Isn't it a paradox that happiness can actually create unhappiness? Both the paradox of success and the paradox of happiness makes us realize the paradox of life. To be happy, 
Neither do we have to chase success nor run after happiness. Happiness is an art. We cannot become happy. We have to learn to be happy. Success cannot create happiness. Neither can something that we think will create happiness create happiness. Nothing can create happiness. That is the paradox. Happiness is not creatable. It is a state of being and because we are carried away by the paradox of success and happiness, we try to become successful and try to fill our life with happiness, but we remain unhappy. Unless we learn to overcome our ignorance about success and pleasure, we will always experience happiness that is very shallow and momentary. No doubt, we will experience moments of pleasure and feel temporary bliss, but soon there will be unhappiness. When we realize the truth of these paradoxes, we will shift our focus on how to be happy rather than how to become happy. The way to eternal happiness is to discover the three peaks and to evolve from achievement to fulfillment and then to enlightenment. Otherwise, we will spend our entire life trying to be an achiever, but we will never achieve happiness because happiness is not achievable. We will try to desire happiness and keep on doing more and more things to be happy, but we will remain unhappy because happiness is not desirable. As long as we do not understand the true meaning of happiness, we can never reach that state of eternal joy and everlasting bliss. What then should we do? Should we throw away all our success? No, we need not. But we cannot let our happiness depend on our success. Look around you. There are many successful people. Observe what they're doing. They're trying to obtain products of happiness as they want to be happy. Now, look a little deeper. They have success and they have the ability to procure products of pleasure. But are they happy? You will observe that each one of them is thirsty and unhappy. They have no peace. Instead, they are filled with stress and anxiety. Either there is fear and worry or there is stress and depression. Otherwise, there is anger and hate or jealousy and revenge. Despite being rich and successful and despite having everything that can make somebody happy, why are they still unhappy? This is the paradox. Does this mean that we should be a failure to be happy? No. Failures are always unhappy. So do not imagine that the non-achievers are happy. Happy are those who are content. Blissful are those who are not chasing happiness. Those who live a life of acceptance and surrender enjoy true happiness. Those who live a life of fulfillment are far more happier than those who live a life of achievement. This is the truth of life, but not many people understand it. Therefore, the world is pursuing success and happiness and the world remains unhappy. Only those who realize that when we stop pursuing success and we stop trying to be happy, only then can we be truly happy.
because wanting to be successful and wanting happiness are sure to deliver us unhappiness the expectation to become happy is sure to make us unhappy chapter 12 taking an exit from the achievement highway do you want to be happy then stop chasing achievement renounce stress and anxiety be blissful in contentment everybody in this world is running after success and happiness everybody wants pleasure name fame money and joy but everybody is so busy running the race that very few truly live with grace there is so much focus on the chase and to be a nice that we are caught in an anxiety maze before we realize it life is over then we cannot reverse life we cannot relive the gift of life the moments that are gone are gone of course it is great to be successful and it is exciting to be an achiever but is life meant to live and die on the peak of success are we meant to zoom through the highway of achievement till we reach our tomb don't we know that at the end of the journey nothing is ours success achievement wealth and money will all be left behind we are so busy accumulating these that we hardly have any time to enjoy them blessed is the one who is wise to take an exit from the highway of achievement fortunate is he who stops climbing the peak of achievement trying to reach the top it doesn't exist realizing that the peak is a cliff that will lead us to fall and die the truly happy one descends the peak of achievement into the valley of contentment such a person finds peace the very foundation of happiness such a person is free from all fear and worry stress and anxiety such a person experiences true bliss most of us think that we are money making machines others are hungry for achievement that gives name and fame but these cannot make us truly happy we have to have the courage to let go of the spark and to do what we love to do what makes us joyous and blissful most people are doing things more to be an achiever than to be happy if they had a choice they would rather do things that make them happy but they pretend that their achievement is what makes them happy sure achievement creates dopamine that creates excitement in our blood but this is not happiness this excitement has stress and anxiety in it and while we enjoy pleasure from this excitement this pleasure is momentary it soon disappears but when we do things that we love to do those give us a bliss that is eternal happiness it may be writing a book or learning music or for that matter exploring the world we are all passionate about something that we wish we could do unfortunately throughout life we have no time to pursue these hobbies that are our true passions we're so caught up in success and achievement that before we realize it life is over we are doing things that are creating achievement but we have no time to do what will create fulfillment it is sad 
that most of us fool ourselves into running a race that will leave us thirsty in the end. But because we do not have the courage and the wisdom to take an exit at the right time, we reach the end of our life, remaining unsatisfied and unhappy. Where are you today? Are you still trying to achieve more and more so that you can achieve more happiness at a future date? Have you paused to be happy, to do things that create bliss? Don't put off happiness for a future date. Learn to be happy now. If you have enough to fulfill your need, then don't get caught in the cycle of your greed. Of course we need to create enough of a corpus so that we are not wanting for our basics. But most of us have much more than our basics. We want more and more. And as we keep on achieving this, our life is over. We need to plan a life and we need to stop climbing the peak of success so that we can enjoy doing things before our life escapes us. Maybe we are able to combine both and then take a step back from achievement and take a step forward in pursuing fulfillment. In my success journey of 25 years, I was passionate about achievement, but side by side I started doing things that gave me a lot of fulfillment. I opened charitable homes and did humanitarian work I built a big temple that helped me build my faith. I also spent my time in creating inspiration for people as this gave me a lot of bliss. I was fortunate to put achievement in the back seat and put my passions ahead of me. Ultimately, at 40, I shut down my business and took an exit from making money and started to make a difference. This was one of the happiest decisions of my life. Chapter 13 Second peak of happiness, fulfillment. Sure, we are happy with the pleasures from achievement, but there is a greater bliss in peace that comes from fulfillment. Blessed is the one who realizes that happiness from fulfillment is greater bliss, not momentary pleasure. Such a person exists from the chase of achievement to live a life of contentment and fulfillment. However, not everybody is fortunate to escape from the trap of success. The majority of us are slaves of our own desires. We are so enamored by the name and fame of success and achievement that we try to achieve more and more till we ultimately die. We know that nothing belongs to us, but we don't realize that just as we came empty-handed we will go empty-handed what we earn others will burn still neither do we spend before our end neither do we give before we are gone but we go on and on chasing success those who exit from the highway of achievement reach the second peak of happiness fulfillment fulfillment however is not a peak it is a plateau a plateau where we are liberated from desires from passions and obsessions we are fully satisfied we live a life of fulfillment the key difference between achievement and fulfillment is that the former is a journey chasing pleasure but the latter is a journey of peace the very foundation of happiness every human being wants to be happy 
but not everybody understands that true happiness cannot come from achievement achievement will always leave a gap it will always create stress and anxiety as long as we are enjoying the pleasures of achievement we will always experience pleasure and pain as there will be loss and gain nobody can be a winner all the time but the one who has reached the second peak of fulfillment has given up the passion for winning and succeeding he has stopped at fulfilling his need and is not a slave of his greed this is the second peak of happiness one is happy with what one has and is content and grateful one is not comparing their position with others one is not stressed and worried about winning the next competition the next battle on the plateau of fulfillment one has no aspiration of being an ace and so they leave the chase and are free from being a part of that race that the whole world is running while it appears that people who are achievers are successful and happy in reality they're not the truly happy ones are those who are liberated from this material world and who are living with contentment and fulfillment if fulfillment is far from satisfying when compared to achievement why is the majority of the world still chasing achievement unfortunately we don't realize that eternal happiness doesn't come from pleasure it comes from peace and there is no peace on the peak of achievement peace lies on the plateau of fulfillment have you ever seen the achievers the successful the rich and famous living with peace and joy they don't know the meaning of peace their success is excitement that comes from achievement not fulfillment that comes from contentment therefore the first peak will always keep us thirsty but the second peak will give us the bliss that is eternal happiness when we look at some people who are always cheerful always smiling and happy we will find that their intrinsic emotion is peace their happiness doesn't come from pleasure that comes from achievement those who are enjoying eternal happiness cannot be seen on the peak of achievement where one fears falling down just as one experiences the stress of climbing up on the plateau of fulfillment there are no aspirations that steal our happiness some people worry that on the plateau of fulfillment there will be no motivation no inspiration and therefore one will lose their enthusiasm this is not true those living with fulfillment continue with their noteworthy success not letting it become their greed the ones who are content with fulfillment enjoy far greater happiness because they realize that happiness is not in attaining pleasures or in products or with people or even in a place happiness is where we are it is how we feel it is in the moment those who are on the second peak fulfillment live life moment by moment in peace and joy they don't swing it to a past that is gone or a future not yet born they are blissful in the present moment they have given up yearning for achievement and they have found greater meaning in their life building a divine connection with the supreme they flip 
their life over and they do what they love chapter 14 evolving from pleasure to peace when we evolve from chasing pleasure to living in peace fear and worry anxiety and depression cease the journey of pleasure from achievement is a lot of fun who doesn't enjoy success name fame money and wealth who would not like to live in luxury homes and in beautiful villas who would not like to go on holidays to singapore london and new york who would not like the glamour of gold diamonds and precious crystals every human being enjoys pleasure that is derived from achievement and success but little do we realize that even the greatest of pleasures from millions and billions created out of success cannot give us true happiness yes there is great excitement in that moment of achievement but what happens soon thereafter every summit of achievement is momentary every pleasure is transitory the pleasures from the achievement are ephemeral they come in a flash and before we realize it they're gone however we're so enamored by these pleasures that we live and die without evolving from the pleasure to peace the very foundation of happiness peace is that state of tranquility where one is free from all anxiety it is a state of eternal happiness it is an emotion of divine joy it does not last for a moment or even a brief period of time it becomes a state of being in that state of peace there is always joy peace is the cause joy is the effect but remove peace you will find there is no happiness have you seen people enjoying pleasures and celebrating success in that moment of celebration if there is any bad news that robs their peace it will steal their happiness therefore peace from fulfillment gives far greater happiness than pleasure from achievement why is it that the majority of the world is zooming on the highway of achievement why are there very few people on the exit that goes to fulfillment why do people not stop the endless climb to the peak of achievement which is an illusion which doesn't exist why are there only a few people who are blessed to live with fulfillment peace and bliss it is because man is a slave of his own senses and his mind he has eyes that see a nose that smells ears that hear a tongue that tastes and skin that touches when these five senses are wired to the mind man becomes a greedy machine he runs through this journey of life wanting more and more although he knows that ultimately nothing is his he is a puppet of his own desires and these desires give pleasure but he does not realize that these pleasures are momentary therefore man is having fun and soon life is done he does not evolve he does not change from living with achievement to living with fulfillment most of us are caught in the thought of success we are taught that success is happiness we have been indoctrinated that winning is not the main thing it is the only thing and we keep on running till we fall into our graves do we enjoy true happiness we don't it is because we are trying to reach a destination which does not exist most of us are like that musk deer it is seeking the fragrance of the musk that is in fact inside its own navel 
in that frenzy of finding the musk which is in its own stomach it goes round and round on the dangerous cliffs till ultimately it falls down the mountains and dies hunters below are patiently waiting to cut open the stomach and retrieve the musk from the pouch inside aren't we like the musk deer aren't we running behind happiness till we ultimately die very few of us discover peace that is within we don't run behind happiness but live with fulfillment peace is something we don't have to chase we don't have to find it is within we have to still the mind however when desires create a thought we are caught there is no peace no happiness we have to be free from the mind then eternal happiness we will find we have to evolve from pleasure to peace we have to give up that mad chase of achievement realizing that happiness from excitement is momentary we must start enjoying the bliss that comes from peace on the plateau of fulfillment despite knowing all this man still chases pleasure man is not able to evolve to live with peace although he sees divine bliss on the face of a monk he becomes a monkey because the tail of his monkey mind the evil is ever yelling ever yearning because he is caught in the noise of this world he doesn't enjoy the peace of a monk but jumps like a monkey from one pleasure to another as long as a man has no peace he can never be happy if we want true happiness we must evolve from the peak of achievement to the peak of fulfillment from pleasure to peace chapter 15 living with contentment and fulfillment if you want to be really happy choose contentment otherwise you will have achievement but no fulfillment who are the people in this world who are truly happy they are not the ones who are the achievers the millionaires and billionaires who wear a plastic smile of course they have all the money in the world and with the money they buy things that money can buy not just clothes accessories homes and cars but even private jets and yachts but are they truly happy no they're not because they are not satisfied a millionaire is not happy being a millionaire because he wants to become a billionaire with his greed he ultimately dies wanting to be happier rather than being happier Roger was looking forward to buying a new Mercedes Benz. He had spent years making money and saving for his dream car. Then came the day of celebration. His new car was decorated with balloons and flowers. Champagne flowed as he was given the keys to his car. However, the next morning when Roger woke up, instead of being the happiest man in the world, he became the most miserable. Why? because the latest BMW all beautifully decorated was parked outside his neighbor George's house he couldn't digest that his neighbor had bought a better car he was heartbroken how often do we lose our smile and our joy because we become jealous of others where does the jealousy come from it is born out of lack of contentment there is no fulfillment Truly happy people are content. They live with fulfillment. They know that happiness is not in getting and becoming happy, but rather in being happy. 
they learn the art of being content, being satisfied and living a life of fulfillment. How many of us are living lives of contentment and fulfillment? Most of us are unable to stop at our need. We let greed take over our life and greed makes us suffer. We are never content with what we have. Whatever we get makes us happy for the moment, but no sooner than the sunrise of joy appears, there is a sunset of gloom and despair. Happiness comes and goes. It doesn't stay because we want more and more. It is not that by getting more we will be happy. In that moment of achievement, we will celebrate, but because there is no contentment, our joy doesn't last. We have not learned the art of being blissful and being fully satisfied and content. A few of us live blissful lives. Whatever we have and whatever we get, we are both grateful and content. This gives us peace and bliss. Unfortunately, while we are all seeking happiness, we don't learn the simple secret that without contentment, without fulfillment, there can be no true happiness. Look around you. Who are the ones who are truly happy? Are they the successful ones, the achievers of the world, or do the ones who live a life of contentment not only wear a smile on their face all the time, but also always peaceful and blissful? We have to make a choice. Do we want to drive down the highway of achievement, achieve success and money, but remain unhappy ultimately? Or do we want to exit achievement to enter that plateau of contentment and fulfillment and live with peace, the very foundation of happiness. The problem most of us face is the way the modern world is evolving. New gadgets and gizmos are introduced and every now and then and comforts have become luxuries. The television and the internet is buzzing with advertisements and thanks to modern day technology, even if you don't want that new mobile phone, it will keep appearing on your screen till you become curious and obsessed about having it. In the good old days, man was content, but the technology has made man a puppet to modern merchandise. All the time, man is bombarded with new products, new services. If man cannot get his desired food from his desired restaurant, he becomes miserable. In the earlier days, man would be content with whatever he got. We have to make this choice. Either we can be a slave to our desires and take this frustration to our grave, or we can be content and satisfied and live with fulfillment. After all, does happiness depend on how many cars or shoes we have? Happiness is not in having more, but being happier. There are people who have everything, but they are so miserable, just as there are people who are content, satisfied and blissful. We can choose. We can be on a roller coaster of pleasure or we can be sailing in bliss and peace. Only the wise ones choose fulfillment over achievement and are truly happy. The others may have everything in the world, but they remain thirsty for happiness. Chapter 16 The Fulfillment Acronym What is fulfillment? Let us get to know. Then there will be joy, bliss in every moment of the show. Life is a show. We are like actors who come and go. The earth is a humongous stage and just like in any drama, actors come on the stage, do their part and leave. 
the show may be a comedy or a tragedy both happen in every movie but it is for us to learn to be happy in this drama called life those of us who choose fulfillment as a way of life enjoy the journey whatever happens on the earth stage it doesn't affect us because we know that ultimately we have to go at the end of the show how does one live with fulfillment it is very easy to remind ourselves this if we take the help of the fulfillment acronym f full satisfaction and contentment u universal connection l living with meaning and purpose f faith hope surrender i inspiration energy and enthusiasm l liberation and freedom l laughter and love m making a difference e emotionally positive n noteworthy success and achievement t tranquility and peace people living with fulfillment are fully satisfied and content they program themselves to eliminate the disappointment from their life they have learned the habit not to complain and this creates a lot of happiness they build a universal connect with the divine some people have a personal god and they live with faith in the supreme not only do they believe in a universal power but they trust god completely their life is full of faith f a i t h full assurance in the heart and hope h o p e having only positive expectations just as they trust t r u s t total reliance unconditional surrender to the almighty this creates enthusiasm and love for the divine and leads those on the fulfillment path to achieving the true meaning and purpose of life the fulfillment acronym will remind us to live in surrender and acceptance it creates so much inspiration and the enthusiasm creates energy the fulfillment acronym reminds us to discover who we truly are and why we are here just as it helps us to live with tranquility and peace those who take the help of acronym live with love and laughter to them life is not just about making money but rather making a difference isn't it strange that while happiness comes from spending money rather than making it most people are doing otherwise they're trying to amass money and wealth that can procure happiness but they are unhappy and ultimately they are gone the ones who are living with fulfillment give and forgive they are emotionally positive and they consciously eliminate any p emotions that create negative energy poison and fill their life with pep emotions that create positive energy power what is the key difference between achievement and fulfillment the fulfillment acronym tells us to stop after there is noteworthy success and achievement but the achievers do not know how to stop it seems that their car of life has experienced a brake failure and they continue to zoom till they reach their tomb instead those who choose fulfillment 
spend some part of their life to achieve success. However, they know how to stop and to live. They don't just exist till they die. We have to make a choice. If we make the fulfillment acronym part of our life, then we will live with tranquility and peace. We will eliminate stress and anxiety, which is experienced by achievers, just as we will be free from fear and insecurity that is created by success. Every achiever is worried about his status and his wealth, and this robes our happiness. Fulfillment frees us from all such worry and anxiety. Therefore, a life of fulfillment has abundant happiness. On the outside, it seems that the achievers of the world are far happier, and this inspires everybody to yearn for success and achievement. But deep within, this is a big lie. The achievers are miserable because they have no peace and their life is in pieces. Those who are content and fulfilled live with courage and confidence, with optimism and love. They realize that life has a meaning and they try to achieve this purpose. Chapter 17 Is anybody free from suffering? Do you know anybody who doesn't suffer on earth? Don't we all experience sorrow after we take birth? The Buddha, the awakened one, who was enlightened with the truth, made a profound statement. He said, Samsara is dukkha. This means that the world is full of suffering. In fact, this realization made him renounce the world, give up his kingdom, his wealth, his beautiful wife and a just-born son and retreat into the forest to find a way out of suffering. According to him, there was suffering all around. There was so much sorrow in the moment of death. Old age, disease and decay were making people suffer. Then there was war which was inspired by fear, hate, revenge and jealousy. He wanted to live a life of peace and bliss. He wanted happiness and so he went in quest for the ultimate state of happiness and bliss where there was no misery, no stress and no unhappiness. He discovered there was such a state and he called it nirvana unfortunately all of us suffer but we just accept the suffering and live with it unlike the buddha we don't discover a way out of misery and sorrow isn't it true that anybody who comes to earth experiences pain and suffering there is nobody on the planet who is free from it in fact it seems that not only human beings but any organism that is alive experiences suffering it may be a dog or a frog a butterfly or a bee you and me cannot deny that we experience pain and suffering we all grow up having falls and we break our bones then we experience disease and decay the body will experience different types of physical pain It may be a toothache or a headache but any ache and pain takes away our happiness. Isn't it true that our joy disappears the moment the shadow of sorrow comes over it? But can anybody escape from physical pain? Even birds and animals suffer not only because they are hunted but also when they get hurt 
or experience some loss like separation. It seems like suffering is a part of the package called life. Life seems to be a combination of pleasure and pain, of loss and gain, of sun and rain, and this cycle repeats itself again and again. Can we escape from this pain? Can we live a life only of pleasure, joy, bliss, peace, and happiness? If we escape from physical pain, which is rare, then we become miserable because of fear. We are afraid of so many things and this is sure to cause misery. We are stressed out and worried and this causes anxiety attacks. Often we go into a state of depression and all this makes us miserable. Has anybody found a way to escape from negative thinking that leads us to being unhappy? We all suffer because of our mind. The mind produces thoughts and these thoughts are sure to make us suffer. Not just this, the mind joins the ego and becomes me and creates so much more agony and anguish. Haven't you experienced such rage and anger that in a moment you lost your peace and happiness? Anger is a demon that can devour our bliss. What about hate? Have you not found it at the gate? And when you look out, there are so many toxic thoughts that make you miserable. We all go through that state of jealousy and is there any doubt that jealousy steals our happiness? All these are caused by mind and ego, me, and these lead to us becoming unhappy. The ego can decide to take revenge and in a moment it can steal our happiness. We all know it, but still, although we want to be happy, we become unhappy. Have you thought why? The whole world is seeking happiness, but why is it that there is unhappiness everywhere? Is it because the supreme immortal power we call God is cruel and wants us to suffer? Or is it because of karma? We suffer because of our deeds done in this life or even in earlier lives. Little do we realize why we suffer. But the fact is that everybody who comes to earth suffers after they take birth. There is no doubt that we experience joy just as we can't escape from sorrow. Life is like a merry-go-round and just like there is a day and night there will be darkness and light. Sometimes we will be glad and sometimes we will be sad. This is what 99% of us think. Only 1% of humanity goes forward and discovers that ultimate state of happiness, peace and bliss where there is no suffering or sorrow. No doubt this world is full of suffering and everybody suffers. But the good news is that there is a way out of suffering and this is revealed when we climb the third and ultimate peak of happiness. Chapter 18 Who is the one who suffers and why? While we all experience suffering and pain, who is the one who is miserable again and again? The above question seems to be so silly. Who suffers? Of course, I do. But who is the I that suffers? We all think that we are me. But the truth is that I am not the I that suffers. So who is the I that suffers then? Am I the body that suffers physical pain? 
Am I the mind that becomes miserable, or am I the ego that is agonized and anguished? An intelligent person will say, I am all of these, I am the body, mind and ego that suffers. As long as we think we are the body, mind and ego, we cannot escape suffering. Let us analyze. Can the body suffer with the mind and ego? Maybe it can. Is what we think, but when we are sleeping, the body stops suffering. It is only in consciousness that we suffer. What about the mind? Can the mind suffer without the body? If we think deeper, the mind doesn't exist without a body. It is like our software. Without hardware or the body, there can be no software. Therefore, the mind and ego will only suffer when they are a part and parcel of a body. But what happens with the body once it's dead? Does it suffer? If you poke a dead body, will it pain? Once the body is dead, it has no sense perception. We can take an example of undergoing a root canal procedure. Once we take anesthesia, we don't have any sensation of pain because the pain station in the brain is deactivated just as the nerves from the area of the pain are disconnected with our nervous system. This helps us understand that body feels pain as long as it is in consciousness. Does this mean that we suffer while alive because of the soul? Or is it that soul suffers? The soul is the power of life. It is energy. The soul does not suffer. However, it is true that all suffering is experienced in consciousness that is created by the soul. Therefore, people ask, is the soul the cause of all suffering? As we are clear that it is the body that suffers, the mind that is miserable and the ego that is agonized, we also understand that these come into existence because of the soul which does not suffer. Why then does the body, mind and ego suffer? The body suffers as long as it is alive. Once it is dead, there is no suffering. But death is not the end. It is just a bend. Don't we say that the person passed away? Who passed away? It is me, the mind and ego that carried its pending karma, good and bad deeds that have not been settled into another body in a new life. Again, this new body will suffer along with the old mind and ego and old karma. In addition, it will do new karma, both good and bad, and for every bad karma, we have to suffer. There is no escape. Even if we die, the body will perish, but the bad karma that is pending will have to be settled by the mind and ego as it appears in the new body. This suffering will go on and on as we are born and reborn. Therefore, there must be clarity. Who suffers? It is the body, mind and ego that suffers. Why do we suffer? It is because of karma. Without karma, there is no suffering. Just as good karma is the cause of all goodness that unfolds in our life, nothing happens by chance or luck nor is it God's wish and will to make us suffer. Very often we ask the question, 
Why do bad things happen to good people? Bad things cannot happen to good people, just as mangoes cannot grow on an apple tree. It is a law, a universal law of action and reaction. If we are suffering, it is just a reaction of our own action, our own sins or bad deeds that we might have done either in this life or if not in this life than in the previous life. Very few people realize this truth. They are the ones who make sure that they don't do any bad karma. They don't want to suffer again and again and so they do only good karma. Thus, they are relatively happier. However, there is no way to escape from misery and pain. Everybody who's born suffers. A rare minority is liberated from all suffering because they are enlightened with the truth that they're not the body that suffers, not the mind that becomes miserable, not the ego that experiences anguish. They realize they are the divine soul. This realization frees them from all suffering and they live a life of eternal happiness. However, very few people are blessed to be enlightened with the truth and to be liberated from all suffering. Chapter 19 Discover the third peak of happiness enlightenment Anybody can be happy for a moment and then it's over Enlightenment is that peak where you can be happy forever Till now we have spoken so much about happiness that comes from pleasure success achievement name and fame We have also spoken about peace the foundation of happiness that comes from contentment and fulfillment but can we be free from suffering yes we can the way to be liberated from all suffering from the pain of the body misery of the mind and agony of the ego is to be liberated from the ignorance that we are the body mind and ego that suffers as long as there is no realization of the truth that we are not the body not the mind not the ego we will never be enlightened and never be free from the triple suffering on earth the third peak of happiness enlightenment is that state of realization where we overcome all ignorance we overcome all the myth that we have grown up with we realize we are the divine soul and the soul doesn't suffer we realize the truth about god and how we are all manifestations of god we realize we ourselves are a particle of the supreme immortal power sip we are the soul the spark of unique life which suffers no pain when we realize our true identity then we disassociate ourselves from the body mind and ego just as we become free from the triple suffering on the first peak of happiness there is success achievement and pleasure on the second peak of happiness there is peace contentment and fulfillment on the third peak of happiness we discover the true purpose of our existence we realize the truth of who am i and why am i here when we realize this purpose not only do we enjoy the pleasure of achievement and the peace of fulfillment but we also enjoy the eternal bliss of enlightenment the realization of the truth not only liberates us from suffering but transports us to a heaven on earth 
where we experience the divine everywhere in everything this feeling of the divine presence in one and all manifests as divine soulful love for all living creatures this spiritual love which is universal becomes a fountain of joy true love is a rainbow of seven colors and we enjoy the ecstasy of true love on the third and ultimate peak of enlightenment when we attain the third peak of enlightenment we realize i am not i we have a body but we realize we are not the body we become free from all physical pain we seem to have a mind which we cannot find the mind is just a bundle of thoughts on the peak of enlightenment we transcend the mind we still it and we kill it in that state of thoughtlessness we reach a state of consciousness when we are in consciousness of the truth sat chit we experience satchitananda this is ananda or bliss which is equal to nirvana or eternal happiness neither on the peak of achievement nor on the peak of fulfillment can we experience a state of everlasting bliss divine love and eternal peace that knows no misery or sorrow we may be rich and successful as an achiever but our pleasure will always have pain we may be on the peak of fulfillment with peace and tranquility but we will always have fear worry stress and anxiety as long as we are slaves of the mind and ego we will face the agony of anger hate revenge and jealousy how can we be truly happy it is only he who is spiritually awakened who has realized the truth of self life and god who is liberated from all suffering such a person lives in consciousness moment by moment in divine peace love and joy the state of enlightenment is rare not even 1% of humanity experiences it it is not easy to define enlightenment or to measure happiness that is experienced on this peak the euphoria of joy that comes from enlightenment is seamless and greater than the waters of all the oceans put together can we count or measure the quantity of water so also we cannot measure the quantum of happiness that comes from scaling the peak of enlightenment if we are on the first peak of happiness chasing success achievement and pleasure it is time to take an exit then we must try to pass through the state of fulfillment which will give us peace our purpose is to achieve the purpose of life this is enlightenment we overcome all darkness of ignorance and we are enlightened with the truth this is bliss chapter 20 enlightenment is realizing our life purpose what is our purpose why did we come to earth it is to be enlightened that we got a human birth some people are blind they cannot see but only 1% of the world is visually blind 99% are spiritually blind they too cannot see that we are not the body not the mind and ego me they live and they die and throughout life they cry 
they experience the triple suffering of the body, mind and ego. Because they do not achieve the purpose of life, they are not enlightened with the truth. They do not overcome ignorance. What is enlightenment? Why is it our purpose? This is our purpose because only a human being is blessed with an intellect to discriminate. Man is the only living species who has the willpower to choose. If man does not use his willpower to discriminate, to overcome ignorance and to be enlightened, then man will return to earth in a rebirth carrying his karma of his several past lives. There is no guarantee that man will return as man. He may even return as a beast. Then he cannot be enlightened. It is only in this journey as a human being that a man is capable of being enlightened, being liberated and being united with the divine. Other animals, birds and living organisms do not have a purpose for their existence. They live and they die and they return to fulfill their past karma. This is the only inference we have. There is no other option than to believe that it is only man who can be enlightened. A dog or a frog, a butterfly, bee or a tree cannot discriminate and overcome ignorance and be liberated. Only man can. When we see an animal suffer, we must realize that suffering is caused by karma and not because of the will of God, not because of luck. We suffer because of our own deeds. When we have sins that are terrible, it is said that we can be reborn as a dog or even a pig. There is no other cause of suffering other than karma. Only man is capable of creating karma. Other living creatures don't create karma. They only redeem karma, good or bad. Therefore, it is for man to do good karma and not to be born to suffer. Further, it is only man who can be enlightened. Therefore, it is for man to be conscious of his special existence as human and to discover his purpose and not just live and die. Man must stop and find out, who am I and why am I here? Otherwise, soon he will lose this gift of human birth and he will return to earth in a rebirth only to suffer. Is that the purpose of our existence? To be born, to live with pleasure and pain and then to return again and again? This is not our purpose. Our purpose is overcoming ignorance, realizing the truth, being enlightened and being liberated and united with the divine. This is the purpose of our existence. But how will we overcome our ignorance? How will we be enlightened and reach that ultimate peak of happiness? If we want to achieve our life purpose of enlightenment, we have to overcome ignorance. But how can we overcome ignorance? The darkness of ignorance cannot be eliminated with a broom, just like you cannot sweep out darkness from a room. You need a light to eliminate darkness in a room. So also, you need enlightenment. For one who is enlightened and one realizes the truth, one overcomes ignorance which is the very cause of suffering. This is our purpose, to overcome ignorance, then to realize the truth. When we achieve this purpose, we evolve to that ultimate peak of enlightenment, where there is no suffering. There is no suffering because we realize that we are the divine soul that is ever blissful, not the mind, body and ego that suffers. However, 
Knowledge of this is not enlightenment. Knowledge is not realization. It is just to know. Realization is to do what we know. Knowing we are not the body, mind and ego, but the soul is not enough. Enlightenment is living as the soul, transcending the body, mind and ego. This is the mark of enlightenment. It is at this state that man is free from all sorrow and man enjoys that ecstasy of eternal happiness, divine love and everlasting peace. If we want true happiness, we must go on a quest to attain our life purpose. We must start a spiritual journey to reach that state of realization. We need the help of a guru, a spiritual master who can guide us to move forward on the spiritual path. It is not an easy journey. It needs some sacrifices. We have to renounce many things that used to give us pleasure on the outside, but which in reality were the cause of all our pain and suffering. The journey of spirituality is very blissful, but it is not easy to start this journey because our mind overshadows us with ignorance that stops us from our spiritual quest and from being enlightened. Chapter 21 Overcoming Ignorance Ignorance is the cause of our unhappiness. When we overcome it, we attain bliss. Somebody reading this for the first time will wonder what the connection between ignorance and happiness is. Most of us have heard of the statement ignorance is bliss. But this is the biggest lie. Just because you are ignorant of the fact that you have cancer doesn't mean you can be blissful. We may choose not to read about and ignore world news and the violence that is happening, but we should not be ignorant about the truth of life. We must be aware about it. The ignorance one is talking about on the enlightenment journey is different. We are ignorant of our reality. We are ignorant of who we are and why we are here. As long as we are ignorant, we will suffer. The moment we overcome ignorance, we will attain peace and happiness. When we are ignorant and when we think we are the body, we suffer physical pain. Of course, the body will experience pain, but we don't have to suffer that pain as the body. We have a body and if there is pain, we must find a way to overcome that pain. Kill the pain before the pain kills you. This should be the mantra to overcome physical pain. But first, we must overcome ignorance that causes us to suffer. When we look at a group photograph, don't we scream in glee and say, that is me. This is ignorance. This is not me. This is my body. When we overcome ignorance, we realize that the body came later. We came nine months before as the spark of unique life, the soul. When we realize this truth, we can be free from the pain that the body suffers. We are also ignorant when it comes to the mind and ego that portrays itself as me. Throughout life, we talk of my mind, but has anybody seen the mind? It is just a bundle of thoughts. When we overcome ignorance about the mind, we are relieved from the misery of fear, worry, stress, anxiety and depression. We let negative thoughts destroy our happiness and this is our ignorance. 
we keep on saying i me and mine this is ignorance caused by the ego as long as we are trapped in this ignorance we will experience the agony of anger hate revenge and jealousy who doesn't suffer because of the ego in reality we are suffering because of our ignorance that we are the ego when we overcome this ignorance and realize the truth that we are the divine soul we attain bliss what do we observe therefore it is that ignorance is the cause of our suffering when we overcome ignorance we are liberated from misery and attain peace and happiness why does man chase success achievement and money because man is ignorant of the simple truth that nothing belongs to him it is because of the ignorance that throughout life he keeps on collecting wealth thinking it is his but don't we all know that nothing will be ours we have to leave everything behind why can't man overcome this ignorance there are many myths that we have grown up with we have to unlearn many things that we have learned we are ignorant and unless we overcome ignorance we cannot be enlightened with the truth realizing the truth is the key to eternal happiness that comes from enlightenment but first we must overcome ignorance why is man attached to people why do we suffer due to relationships it is because of ignorance the fact is that we come alone and the truth is that we will go alone nobody truly belongs to us but we are unable to overcome this ignorance when we check into a hotel do we carry back home the television the bed or the table of course not we only rented the room and it does not belong to us we understand clearly the check in and check out in a hotel but we are ignorant about the check in and check out of life therefore we are worried about death death is a phenomenon that we can't escape every body has to die but because of our ignorance we cry look up at the sky and question why why don't we accept death gracefully it is because of ignorance as long as we don't overcome ignorance we are sure to suffer and become miserable therefore overcoming ignorance is the key in the journey of happiness if we remain ignorant we are sure to suffer let us start the process of realizing the truth one by one chapter 22 living in consciousness if one is looking for true happiness then one must discover bliss that comes from consciousness up till now we have spoken of so many ways to be happy we have spoken of pleasure that comes from achievement and peace that comes from fulfillment we have explored how we must transcend the mind and ego that makes us unhappy and how pleasure is not happiness we have discovered that peace is the foundation of happiness the three peaks of happiness are revealed achievement fulfillment and enlightenment the truly happy ones are those who climb the ultimate peak for this we have to be free from desires and passions we have to live with contentment and fulfillment then we have to be liberated from misery the triple suffering that we all experience on earth for this we have to overcome ignorance and realize that we are not the body mind and ego that suffers we are the divine soul 
after doing all this how can one be in a state of ananda bliss or nirvana eternal happiness if we want true happiness we need to be in a state of consciousness what is consciousness it is a state of thoughtlessness it is a state where there is no mind this is because when we still the mind we kill the mind then we are awakened in the state of being the witness and the observer this is consciousness in the state of consciousness thoughts appear one by one there is no bombarding of thoughts by the mind these thoughts are processed by the intellect one by one the intellect discriminates each thought and then decides whether it is wrong or right in the state of consciousness we are the boss in a state of the mind the mind is riding our life horse and it is taking us where it wants to go in the mind state thoughts become feelings and feelings lead to our unhappiness but in consciousness there is no mind there is no bundle of thoughts therefore in the state of thoughtlessness or consciousness we experience bliss haven't you experienced moments of peace the world talks about meditation what is meditation in reality it is the ability to still the mind to reduce the emptier the mental thought rate which can be 50 thoughts a minute during meditation when we engage in one thought then we experience a state of peace but this lasts only for a few moments the moment we are out of our meditation we are bombarded with thoughts these thoughts create fear worry stress and anxiety and steal our peace and happiness however a state of consciousness is different we transcend the mind as we still it and kill it then there is no mind just thoughts just like cable cars or gondola on a ropeway system the thoughts appear one by one in sequence and our consciousness in which our intellect shines is unaffected by these thoughts thus we remain in a state of bliss in thoughtlessness sometimes don't we experience a state of deep sleep where there are no dreams normally when a man sleeps he dreams but there are times when we wake up and say what a sound sleep i had i slept like a log this is a dreamless sleep a sleep of thoughtlessness or consciousness thus we understand the bliss that comes from consciousness but a very few of us learn the art of living in consciousness to live in that state of consciousness we have to learn to come back to consciousness Every time the mind tries to steal our consciousness which it does we must return to that state of thoughtlessness this needs practice initially the mind will be the master it does not want us to reach that state of consciousness because if we do then the mind is killed it ceases to exist so the mind tries very hard to fight consciousness but it is in consciousness that we can experience bliss as long as we are in a mind state there is bound to be unhappiness therefore we must learn the art of living in consciousness if we want to experience ultimate bliss it is to live in consciousness of truth 
a state known as Satchitananda, which is explained in detail in following pages. But to get Ananda, that bliss, we need consciousness. We also need realization of the truth, which is Sat. But if there is realization, but there is no consciousness of it, we will never reach that state of eternal happiness. Blessed are those who live as a witness, as an observer in that awakened state, that enlightened state of consciousness. They are the rare few that experience an ecstasy of bliss. Chapter 23 Satchitananda Satchitananda is a state of eternal bliss. Consciousness of the truth creates eternal happiness. After discovering consciousness, that state of thoughtlessness, where we still the mind, we kill the mind, we are now ready to reach that magical state of Satchitananda, a state of bliss where there is no unhappiness. We attain the state after climbing the third and ultimate peak of happiness. We have discovered three peaks of happiness. We know that we mistake an exit from the highway of achievement across the plateau of fulfillment and discover the ultimate peak through realization of the truth and overcoming ignorance. Now we are enlightened with the truth. Is this enough to experience a state of joy, that euphoria of eternal happiness, divine love and everlasting peace? For this, we need Satchitananda. Sat means truth. Chit means consciousness. Ananda means eternal bliss. When we put the three words together, we attain the state of eternal happiness. How does this work? Realizing the truth is the key to unlock the door to bliss. But the mind shuts the door again and again. It fights very hard because it wants to survive. Along with the ego, it becomes me and creates karma. So that not only we suffer on earth, but also at death, we return in a rebirth. However, when we realize the truth that we are not the body, mind and ego, we are the divine soul, we are qualified to experience Satchitananda. But we need Chit or consciousness. As long as the mind is active, it will bombard us with thoughts. These thoughts create fear and anxiety and not only steal our peace, but also our happiness. If somehow we are able to still the mind and reach the state of Chit or consciousness and we are already enlightened with the truth or Sat, then Sat-Chit will lead us to Ananda, a state of divine bliss. What does this mean? An enlightened and liberated being realizes the truth that happiness doesn't come from things or people. He realizes that he is the divine soul and in essence is already full of happiness, love and peace. If only one can remain in the consciousness of our true identity, the spark of unique life, the soul, then we don't need anything to be happy. We can just be happy in the consciousness of the truth of who we are. The moment we realize that we are manifestations of the divine, what else do we need? The moment we discover God in the temple of our heart, what more do we want? The moment we experience God everywhere, in everything, as Sip, the supreme immortal power, 
will we not be transported to a heaven on earth to that state of ananda or nirvana unfortunately we are unable to reach that state of satchit and experience ananda because of the attack inflicted by me the mind and ego but the moment we reach that state of satchit ananda then we transcend the mind and ego me and live in a body as a habitat as the soul the spark of unique life satchitananda is a rare state not everybody can reach this state it is a challenge to transcend the senses of the body and the mind and ego but once we do we are guaranteed everlasting joy which experiences no misery it is unfortunate that less than 1% of the human race is enlightened with this truth of satchitananda the majority about 80% of people are just running behind success achievement money and pleasure a few less than 1/5 live with contentment and fulfillment but alas they still suffer a rare minority attains the ultimate bliss of satchitananda what is the assurance that satchitananda will give us eternal happiness what is the guarantee that living in consciousness with the truth will liberate us from all suffering there are no guarantees those who have experienced this state talk of it not only because they know it but they experience the euphoria of eternal joy divine love and everlasting peace the rest of us we suffer with heartaches and heartbreaks because we don't realize the truth that love is divine the truth that we are the soul the truth that everything is sip reading this and having knowledge cannot deliver happiness we need to experience the consciousness of the truth to experience the bliss of satchitananda chapter 24 happiness comes from pep not nep if we want to be happy we must fill our life with pep for happiness eliminating nep is the very first step are you seeking happiness if you are then you have already learned that there are three peaks stop and evaluate where you are and where you want to go do you just want pleasure from achievement or are you seeking that bliss that comes from the peace of fulfillment or are you in that ultimate quest of eternal happiness that comes from enlightenment whatever be your choice of happiness there is the first step that we cannot forget without this first step we cannot evolve on the happiness journey the first step is to flip our life over from nep to pep nep is negative energy poison and pep is positive energy power as long as our life is full of nep it is impossible to be happy just as we fill our life with pep happiness is automatic What are the emotions that differentiate PEP and NEP? NEP or negative energy poison are those emotions that create a toxic poison in our life. They are fear, worry, stress, anxiety, depression, anger, hate, revenge, jealousy, pessimism and the likes. These emotions are negative energy in motion. 
the negative emotions become negative raw material that produce negative thoughts in our thought factory, the mind. Automatically, our poisonous thoughts steal our peace and happiness and we become unhappy. The moment we flip over from NEP to PEP, negative to positive, then instead of poison in our head, we will be filled with power. What are the positive emotions that create PEP? Faith, hope, trust, belief, enthusiasm, love, courage, confidence, forgiveness, optimism are amongst the positive emotions that create PEP. Just reading the list of emotions under NEP and PEP will release the toxic fumes of negativity or the powerful vibrations of positivity. When these emotions fill our life, they decide our thoughts, our mood, our actions and our destiny. Our life works on a thought chain. Thoughts create feelings, feelings create actions, actions create habits and ultimately our habits create our destiny. But it all starts with thoughts and our thoughts as well as our attitude, the way we react and behave are triggered by emotions that we live by. And these emotions are a choice. We can choose to love or hate, revenge or forgiveness, fear or courage, pessimism or optimism. Based on what emotion we choose, we subconsciously and inadvertently choose whether we will be happy or unhappy. This is the starting point of happiness. How can we climb to the ultimate peak of happiness? If our life is full of NEP, how can we take charge of our mind and flip from mind to consciousness if our thoughts are toxic and poisonous? The moment our life is full of NEP, we are no more than boss, for NEP takes charge of the mind and it starts to ride our life horse. We lose control of our life as the toxic emotions of NEP make us angry upset, fearful and anxious. There is no question of realization of the truth or discovering the life purpose because NEP will lock us in ignorance and destroy our peace and happiness. If we want happiness, we need peace, the foundation of happiness. And if we want peace, we need PEP. We need courage and confidence, love and compassion forgiveness and optimism. We need that power that comes from positive emotions and that will lead us to contentment and fulfillment. Otherwise, NEP will create greed just as it will fill us with fear. Therefore, we have to choose PEP if we want to be happy. For those who are not convinced that PEP is happiness, just look around you and your doubts will come to rest. Stop for a moment and look at all the people around you. You will find some people cynical and miserable. Observe the emotions that are revealed by their attitude, their behavior. They will be full of poison and toxicity in their deeds and in their words. They are controlled by anything. Thus, they are unhappy. Now, look at some people who are happy. What are the emotions that you observe as you see them laughing and smiling with cheerfulness? They're full of PEP. Their life is filled with the power of positivity and this appears in their positive attitude. 
They spread a positive aura to one and all and they themselves live a life of joy and happiness. To be happy, we must flip from NEP to PEP. This is the first step. Chapter 25 Peace, the foundation of happiness If we want to be happy, we need the foundation of peace. For where there is no peace, the bliss and our joy will cease. Is it possible to be happy without peace? Can you be in a state of stress, worry, anxiety and depression and still be happy? You can't. One is hot, the other is cold. They are opposites. Peace is the cause and happiness is the effect. Let us understand the importance of peace in the journey of happiness. Why is it that pleasure cannot give us true happiness? Pleasure can only give us momentary happiness because there is no peace, no tranquility. The moment there is pleasure, we experience joy, but the very next moment we are stressed or worried or anxious. In this moment, we lose our peace and with it our happiness. Therefore, the pleasure that comes from achievement can never be lasting happiness. Far happier are those who live on the plateau of fulfillment, the second peak, than those who are busy trying to climb the first peak of happiness, achievement that doesn't exist. The peak of achievement is an illusion. It is just excitement. It is nothing but the hormone of dopamine that is pushing us to achieve more and more. We're so madly running after success that although we lose peace in the bargain, we don't realize it. Unfortunately, there is no foundation of happiness and sooner or later, we sink into misery and sorrow. Those who choose peace as the foundation of their life and happiness are able to live far more fulfilling lives. What is peace? It is the ability to make the monkey mind into a monk. The mind is like a monkey. Its tail, the evi, causes that ever yelling, ever yearning that steals our peace. When we cut the tail of the monkey, then the monkey becomes monk. What must we do to stop the monkey mind and tame it into a monk? We have to remove all the junk. The ever yearning desires, passions and cravings create the ever yelling in us. The monkey mind is creating so much noise, such a pandemonium that it steals our peace and happiness. Our need becomes our greed. The monkey makes us run behind pleasures, people, possessions and while it creates excitement and achievement, it steals our contentment and fulfillment. It robs us of our peace and happiness. Therefore, if we truly want to be happy, we need peace and to attain peace, we must tame the monkey into a monk. We must take charge of our mind and thoughts. One who has conquered the mind is a greater conqueror than one who has conquered the world. For if you are successful in achievement, but are unsuccessful in the achievement of control over the mind, then you are a big failure. Little do we realize how important peace is for happiness. Instead of creating peace, we choose to create anxiety through desires. Without realizing that, 
what we are choosing is going to steal our peace and our happiness even after achieving success we are still unhappy because we have no peace what is the use of such success and achievement that will give us momentary happiness but soon we will lose it because of worry fear jealousy or the other toxic emotions of the mind if there is peace there will be positivity and this happiness is greater than any pleasure that any achievement can create ultimately why do we want success or achievement because we want happiness but if that success is stealing our peace the very foundation of happiness then of what use is that success we must remember happiness is success peace is success if we have a lot of success then there will be no peace for both are going in the opposite directions we have to choose if we choose success we will get pleasure but if we choose peace we will get eternal happiness of course this is preliminary before we climb the ultimate peak the third peak of enlightenment but chances are if we have no peace no contentment and fulfillment it is very difficult to reach that ultimate peak of enlightenment where we will be liberated from all misery and sorrow we pay little attention to peace we do not realize how important it is to still the mind to kill the mind and to reach the state of consciousness where peace dwells recall a moment of happiness when some bad news came to you first that bad news robbed your peace and soon thereafter your happiness where there is no peace there can be no happiness all bliss and joy are built on the foundation of peace therefore if you truly want to be happy first let us learn to be peaceful chapter 26 how to be free from all suffering there is a way to be happy being peace and sing kill the rascal mind that appears to be the king there is only one way to be free from all suffering it is to tame the monkey mind and make it into a monk all our suffering is because of the mind as long as there is suffering how can we be happy we have to make an effort to eliminate suffering in this journey called happiness we experience three types of suffering the triple suffering is that of the body of the mind and of the ego when we suffer because of pain of the body the pain is physical but the suffering is that of the mind because the mind makes us believe that we are the body we feel that we are suffering the body has pain but today there is a way to relieve any kind of pain of the body whether it is through a simple therapy medication and painkillers or opioids for unbearable pain and even anesthesia when it comes to physical pain kill the pain before the pain kills you it is the mind that sometimes stops us from eliminating physical pain we have to kill the mind if we have to kill the pain otherwise we will continue to suffer while physical pain causes suffering the bigger pain that steals our peace 
and happiness is misery of the mind. We can overcome physical pain by taking a simple tablet, but the misery of the mind is not easy to control. The mind creates fear and makes us miserable. F-E-A-R is only a F, false, E, expectation, A, appearing, R, real. There is no danger, but the mind is an expert in creating mystery. Then it makes us worry. It creates thoughts that makes us imagine several things. These thoughts create stress and even anxiety. The mind can create anxiety attacks in its aggression of negative thinking that can lead us to a state of depression. We all experience this misery caused by the mind. Some people are victims of such suffering and it can even lead them to suicide. Therefore, the mind can cause the greatest of all misery. How does one solve this? Psychiatrists and those in the field of mind medicine try to still the mind either by prescribing meditation or ultimately tranquilizers that make us go to sleep. Some practitioners who are experts in understanding the mind prescribe placebos to calm the mind. As long as we are slaves of the mind, we are sure to suffer. We have to find a way to go beyond the mind, otherwise the mind doesn't stop there. Along with the ego, it becomes me and creates lot of anguish and agony. It makes us angry and this terror can make our heart burn within. It creates jealousy and we lose our peace and bliss. Instead of us learning to forgive, the me creates revenge and even hate. We have all experienced these emotions and they can create higher suffering than any ailment of the body or mind. But the source of all suffering is the mind. The pain may manifest through the body or the anguish can appear as being caused by the ego, but the central thing behind all the suffering is the mind. If we want to be happy, we have to eliminate suffering. To be liberated from suffering, the triple suffering of the body, mind and ego, we have to kill the mind. To kill the mind, we have to still the mind. But the mind refuses to be still. It is like a monkey, constantly jumping from thought to thought. We may try to find peace, but peace is not outside, it is within. The moment we still the mind by being in consciousness or thoughtlessness, peace we will find and peace is the very foundation of all happiness. To overcome all suffering, how are we going to still the mind? The fact is that there is no mind. It is just a bundle of thoughts. How much ever we may try to find the mind, where it is, you cannot find. But if we control thoughts, the mind dissolves what is the way to do this? The solution appears on the third and ultimate peak of happiness, enlightenment. A truly enlightened person knows that he is not the body that suffers physical pain. The ego that gets anguished is a false identity. All this is caused by the mind, which is an illusion. Realizing this is enlightenment. 
it liberates us from all suffering one who has overcome ignorance and realizes that i'm not the body mind and ego that suffers is magically liberated from all suffering instantly those who continue to live in ignorance are slaves of the mind the mind becomes our boss and it rides our life horse taking us into suffering and sorrow into being miserable and sad but this is a choice chapter 27 live life moment by moment don't lose your life jumping into a past that is gone be happy now don't jump to a future not yet born do you really want to be happy then learn the simple art of happiness and you can be happy for the rest of your life our life is made up of years years are made of months months are made of days days are made of minutes minutes are made of moments if only we can be happy in the moment moment by moment we can be happy forever throughout our life but the challenge is how can we be happy in the moment a first challenge is not to live swinging like a pendulum most of us are carried away by our mind into a past that is gone the mind creates thoughts of regret and then we curse and nurse and rehearse our hurts we feel guilty and ashamed the mind steals our happiness but the past is already gone we can do nothing about the past even if somebody were to give us a million dollars we cannot get back yesterday forget about yesterday we cannot even get back the moment that just passed what is gone is gone never to return then why rehearse it at best we can use the present moment to reverse what has happened in whatever possible way but to repeatedly think of thoughts of the past and destroy our present moment of peace and bliss of what use is it to create this unhappiness many of us are slaves of the past if we want to be happy we have to snap out of living in the past and we have to live in the present moment some of us do not live in a past that is gone but we are constantly living in a future not yet born the mind jumps to tomorrow and creates fear and worry we get stressed out and the anxiety attacks of the future created by the mind burn our happiness we know for sure that the future doesn't exist it is just an imagination of the mind but the mind can make that imagination look so real that it can make us suffer haven't you heard tomorrow never comes when tomorrow comes it becomes today unless we are strong and live in day tight compartments living life moment by moment we will never be happy we must remind ourselves today is the tomorrow that we are feared about yesterday where did the fears go they disappeared they were just fears not dangers but the mind for sure robbed our yesterday thinking about a tomorrow that did not exist if we want to be happy we must live life day by day 
moment by moment. Take a vow that you will be happy in the now. Happiness is simple. We just have to be happy now. That's it. Then repeat this again and again. Make it a habit to stop your mind from stealing your happiness. Don't let your thoughts steal your peace. Be in the now. Be in consciousness. Be the master of your mind. Be the boss. Don't let your mind ride your life horse and gallop you into a state of unhappiness. Learn the art of living life moment by moment, peacefully and blissfully. Those who are chasing achievement, the pleasures of life, don't even realize that their life is escaping them. They may achieve a lot of money in the bank, but they lose their life itself. Better are those who live a life of contentment and fulfillment. They live in peace, but they have not transcended the mind and ego that steals their moments and fills their life with fear, stress, anger and hate. Blessed is one who lives in the moment, who doesn't worry about yesterday, it's gone, and doesn't bother about tomorrow, it's not yet born. One who lives life moment by moment is happy, but to experience eternal happiness, we must be enlightened with the truth that life is about now. We have no control on yesterday and tomorrow. Even the next moment doesn't belong to us. A realized being is enlightened with the truth that life is about now. He accepts whatever happens without protest, realizing that it is his own karma that is returning. Then he does the best that he is capable of. Therefore, in that state of consciousness, he surrenders. He lives with peace and bliss. This is the way to happiness. Do you live life moment by moment? Do you fill your life with peace and bliss or are your moments, your minutes, your hours hijacked by your mind and transported to a destination against your choice? It's time to reflect and to take charge of your life and your happiness. The only way to take command over your life is to take command of your moments, being in consciousness as the master of your mind. Chapter 28 Happiness is within. The whole world is searching for happiness outside. How can we find it when happiness is inside? As long as we believe that happiness depends on external sources, on people, pleasures, possessions, places, we will keep on searching for happiness but we will never be happy. No doubt, people make us happy. But how is it that the same people make us miserable? A possession may be very dear to us and create much joy at a moment in time. But one day, we get bored of that possession. It no more gives us happiness. Pleasures may give us momentary happiness, but this will not last forever. Unless we realize the fact that happiness is within, we will try to go to a place to be happy. But happiness is not in a place. Happiness is what puts a smile on your face. But unless we live with divine grace, we will be caught in that maze 
searching for happiness. An old lady was desperately searching for a diamond earring that she had lost. All the neighbors joined in the search. One person stopped and logically asked the old lady, "Where did you drop the earring?" She told him that she had dropped it inside the house. "Are you sure about that?" he questioned, puzzled. "Of course," she replied. "I'm sure I dropped it inside my house." Then why are you searching for it outside? he asked. You don't understand, she replied. There is no light inside my house. Many of us are like the old woman. We are searching for happiness outside because there is darkness within. We are not enlightened with the truth and so our happiness is latched on to outside circumstances. The result, we become unhappy easily. When we realize that happiness is within we can be in that state of everlasting joy how can we be happy first we need peace for where there is no peace there can be no joy once we have built the foundation of peace we must live a life of contentment and fulfillment as long as we are greedy and not satisfied we will continue to desire to yearn and this is going to make us burn is peace something we have to procure from outside no peace we don't have to find we have to just still the mind then peace of mind we will find peace is already within but we lose our peace to our mind to our own thoughts we also lose our contentment and fulfillment to the mind that constantly creates desires and passions If only we can still the mind the thoughts that are crossing us to crave we will not take our misery to our grave what does this make us realize is happiness outside or is it within if we can be happy with peace and fulfillment then we don't need to go outside to seek peace they're already within us so we can be happy by going on a journey within When we go on that divine journey within first we will find peace then we will find happiness because peace and happiness are two sides of the same coin the moment there is peace within happiness will flow like a river and for this we don't need to search outside it is unfortunate that we have been indoctrinated to believe that for us to become happy we need pleasure money success achievement and wealth and so we spent our entire life running after these in the outside world when in reality happiness is inside if only we learned the art of going within our life would be transformed and there would be eternal bliss and peace if happiness depended on outside circumstances then the rich and famous should have been happy They have everything that money can buy but they are still unhappy. This is because within them there are toxic thoughts, negative emotions and poisonous feelings. How can they ever be happy? If we want true happiness, it is time to realize that it is not through achievement. Even contentment will give us peace but not eternal happiness. If we want that state of everlasting joy, we must find it deep within 
it is there it exists unfortunately we are ignorant about the simple truth that happiness is inside not outside instead of being happy we become anxious and stressed out as we try to become happy not only do we lose our joy but also lose our peace the foundation of happiness if only we tame the monkey mind and make it a monk we can go within and enjoy that state of everlasting bliss this is not easy but it is the only way to eternal happiness it is up to us to choose happiness within or search for it outside and be unhappy chapter 29 be grateful and count your blessings what is the simplest way for your happiness to mount just be grateful and your blessings start to count have you experienced that gust of bliss that instantly creates happiness when you count your blessings if you haven't done it do it now are you blind be grateful you can see are you deaf be grateful you can hear can you walk and talk there are many in this world who can't walk and talk do you have food to eat clothes to wear and a shelter over your head millions in this world don't have do you have somebody who you love and somebody who loves you add them to your list of blessings it is sad that we forget to count our blessings and we become miserable when all we have to do is count our blessings to experience bliss happiness is not a difficult thing for those who understand what it is whenever i used to feel a little low all i used to do was count my blessings i would become ever so grateful for all that i have been blessed with i would experience an instant joy as my gratitude made me realize that i'm far more blessed than most people in this world therefore this became one of my ways to trigger happiness in my earlier days but even till date whenever there is a situation that is trying to steal my happiness i pause and remind myself that i should be grateful as i list all my blessings there is a beautiful and famous hymn that i sing to the lord when upon life's journey you are stressed and tossed when you are discouraged thinking all is lost count your many blessings name them one by one and it will surprise you what the lord has done it is a good idea to memorize the song and sing it along whenever we can for it can flip over a life instantly from being sad to being glad as a human being whatever be our circumstance and whichever peak of happiness we may be on we will experience moments of sadness this is because we live in a body mind complex and the body is sure to experience aches and pains just as the mind is sure to worry as it wanders if we have evolved we will grow beyond these petty annoyances however a magical way to become instantly happy is to just count your blessings the simplest way to bliss is to bow down in gratitude for all that we have i had the blues because i had no shoes until upon the street i found a man who had no feet
we human beings are so used to comparing our life to others that we tend to become unhappy counting what is missing in our lives. It is better to turn this around and compare ourselves to those who have nothing. It will bless us with gratefulness and help us to be thankful for all what we have. As long as we criticize and complain, we curse and rehearse what is missing in our life, we will never count our blessings and be happy. Those who make it a habit to count their blessings automatically live on the second peak of fulfillment and contentment. Just as those who don't let their life be controlled by their greed, they seek more and more as they remain dissatisfied with what they have. This is a recipe for disaster. It is a sure way to be unhappy. We have a choice. We can whine for all what we don't have or we can be fine with peace and bliss being grateful for our blessings it is up to us to choose how we want to live if we want to choose to count our blessings and be grateful we are sure to be happy but if we choose to list all good things that we want and we don't have we are going to make our miseries swell and create hell this is a choice happiness doesn't depend on what we have it depends on how we feel about what we have therefore While one must aspire to evolve from achievement to fulfillment and finally to enlightenment, one must not forget to count their blessings. This is a sure way to create peace, the very foundation of happiness. Throughout my life, I have repeatedly counted my blessings and lived with contentment, with peace and bliss, just as I have people around me who live bitter lives. because they are unhappy about all they have wished they could have but they don't i often remind myself would i be willing to give away my eyes to gain everything in this world no i wouldn't would i be willing to give away my voice that enables me to talk or my feet that can walk for all the billions all the pleasures of this world no sane person would still Although we have all these precious gifts we are unhappy because we do not count our blessings. Chapter 30 Discover true love the fountain of joy. We think love is just valentines a hug and a kiss. Little do we realize that true love is bliss. A book on happiness will be incomplete without talking about a primary source of happiness. The fountain of joy is love. Not love that is just a kiss, but true love that is bliss. Let us discover what true love is. True love is a rainbow of seven colors, vibhu. Just like a rainbow, true love manifests in the seven colors of love throughout our life. As a child, we experience violet love that is between children and parents. Then we experience indigo love that is between friends. As we grow, we bloom with blue love that is romance. Who among us us has not experienced these colors of love? Then as we grow and we build an ego, we start loving ourselves. This is green love. We also love intellectual companionship and this intelligent love is yellow. Orange love is emotional love that fills the life of women 
Just like red love is more in men, the physical manifestation of love. Whatever be the color of love, one point is certain that love creates bliss. Whether it is bliss from a kiss or from being with friends or family, love creates a fountain of joy. Don't we enjoy a lot of happiness being with the people that we love? Our laughter and smiles are very often in the presence of the loved ones who create joy in our lives. Sometimes it may be a sibling, a brother or sister who can be the source of our happiness and at other times it may be a best friend. More often than not, it is a lover, a beloved. When we are in the presence of those whom we love, we are transported into a heaven of bliss. How we realize that love is happiness, the true love is bliss, and there is no greater source of happiness? We all experience love, but not many of us realize what true love is. How many of us discover the rainbow of true love? How many of us recognize that love is a fountain of joy? If we did, we would not be stingy in loving others. Somehow, we have been indoctrinated with the false belief that love is not to be shared with all. So, we're very selective in loving and thus, our living is devoid of a bliss that is within our reach. Every time we love, we experience bliss. Why then do we not live a life that is filled with love? It is because we have misunderstood what love is. Sometimes, even in a family, love is restricted. People hesitate to hug each other, to love each other, because the subject of love has been shadowed by a taboo. The world hasn't understood that love is divine. It is bliss. Where does love come from? Just like the rainbow of seven colors comes from the white light of the sun that splits through the raindrops of water and appears as virtue. The seven colors of love appear from white, divine, soulful love that every living creature is blessed with. The source of white love is the soul, the spark of the unique life that is present in every living creature. That is why you can see love in a dog or a cat because love is divine. It appears from the soul. In fact, the truth is, love manifests as the seven colors of the rainbow. Because love is from the divine and love is for the divine and every moment of love is a bliss greater than any happiness. Unfortunately, we haven't discovered what true love is. Do you want to be happy? Then just try to love. Love without expectation. Love without any condition. Love the soul divine and you will experience bliss. Surely, if love is only for the skin and not the divine within, then there is sure to be heartache and heartbreak and it will not result in bliss but in unhappiness. But this is not what true love is. Love may be a kiss but true love is bliss. It is not just physical love that is lust, nor is it loving somebody because we need them. It is pure, divine, soulful love. Have you experienced bliss that sprouts from the fountain of love? If you haven't, then it's time to start living with love. Love one and all, realizing that each living creature is a manifestation of the divine. If we want to love God, 
there is no other way but surely with divine soulful love that flows to one and all we will be loving god sit the supreme immortal power that manifests as every soul as we love we will experience an ecstasy of joy a divine bliss that is the greatest of all happiness this is what true love is stop now and try to love somebody you will experience bliss chapter 31 the yogi is ever blissful do you want to discover the ultimate secret of happiness then learn from a yogi and you will have eternal bliss who is a yogi and how does he enjoy the state of eternal happiness a yogi is one who is in yoga one who is ever united with the divine this liberates a yogi from the triple suffering of the body mind and ego not only has he evolved to the third and ultimate peak of happiness but he also lives on that peak without slipping down into the valley of achievement if one wants to reach that state of being a true yogi one must understand yoga and then enjoy the ecstasy of a yogi what is yoga yoga is not what the world understands it to be around the world yoga is propounded as the way to attain a union of the body mind and soul this is a myth the body mind and soul are already amalgamated in a living human being in the moment of death the soul will depart the body dies and returns to dust if you try to find the mind where is the mind you cannot find the yogi realizes this just as the yogi realizes that his true essence is that of the soul the spark of unique life which comes alive 9 months before our so called birthday when this spark of soul departs there is death there is no breath however because of ignorance man lives as the body and mind and create deeds or karma these deeds become like seeds which are planted now they must bear fruit thus when the body dies out of ignorance man carries his karma as me mind and ego and returns to earth in a rebirth thereafter he suffers not only the triple suffering of the body mind and ego but he also suffers every rebirth he takes on earth enlightenment the third peak should ideally liberate us from returning to earth in a rebirth but unless one is real yogi one who is united with the divine one may slip and fall yoga is therefore the ability for an enlightened being to live as a soul the spark of unique life that is ever united with the sip the supreme immortal power that the world calls god as long as one is in yoga one has overcome ignorance just as one has overcome all desires passions and greed one lives in a state of consciousness a state of the yogi known as satchidananda which has already been explained in detail when we slip from yoga we fall into bhoga yoga is being united with the divine just as bhoga is sinking in the material world of pleasures people and possessions 
A true yogi is free from all the attachments. He is ever attached to the supreme and detached from the material world of misery that promises momentary pleasure but ultimately cheats everybody as pain follows each pleasure. If we want to be in a state of eternal bliss, we must learn to live as a yogi. How can we live in a state of yoga all the time? The world knows of the four known states of yoga. Dhyana yoga or meditation, bhakti yoga or devotion, karma yoga or action, and jnana yoga or education. A true yogi lives in silence, realizing that he is the divine soul and he experiences bliss in meditation, being united with the supreme. He then moves to the yoga of devotion and he prays and sings with joy as he realized that he is not this mortal body but the immortal soul. He then becomes a divine instrument and performs selfless actions as per the will divine, blissfully enjoying being a manifestation of the Supreme. He then spends some remaining time in education and gaining wisdom that strengthens his life as a yogi. As long as one is in one of these states of yoga, one cannot have the shadow of misery or sorrow over them. A yogi is thus always in yoga and is always blissful. As a yogi who was in eternal bliss, I was blessed to realize the fifth state of yoga, Prema Yoga, the yoga of divine love. What did this state of yoga lead me to? It led me to realize the divine manifesting in one and all, just as I experienced the Divine in my Beloved. Every living creature is Sip, the supreme immortal power, and this became the fifth state of yoga. It made my being in eternal bliss easier, and I shared this with the world in a book titled Prema Yoga, the Yoga of Divine Love. Do you want to live a life of eternal bliss, divine love, and everlasting peace? Then, learn to live like a yogi. Learn to be in yoga all the time. Learn to transcend from one state of yoga to another, from the yoga of meditation to devotion, action to education, and whatever time is left, be united in the yoga of divine love. When you love every living creature as God, as Sip, the supreme immortal power, there can be no greater ecstasy of joy Euphoria of Bliss Chapter 32 Success is not happiness. Happiness is success. Throughout life, we chase success for happiness. What we get is little pleasure, but a lot of anxiety and stress. The whole world believes that success is happiness. The whole world is trying to be an achiever. We seek money, wealth, name, fame because we believe that all this will give us achievement and all this will make us happy. No doubt, success will give pleasure but success is not happiness. Why are people chasing success? Because we grow up with the myth that achievement will make us happy. If we knew that success would make us unhappy, would we ever seek success? From the time we are kids, we are taught this lie that the only goal of life is success. 
We are inspired to come first in class. We are motivated to become the school captain. And this desire to be a winner gets into our blood. Why? There is only one reason. We want pleasure. We want happiness. The biggest secret we must discover in life is that success is not happiness. Success can give us momentary pleasure, but sooner than we enjoy the pleasure, we lose the state of happiness and we start looking for the next success, the next happiness. Why is success not happiness? There are various reasons. First of all, the pursuit of success creates a lot of anxiety and stress. This anxiety is camouflaged as excitement and people seem to enjoy the excitement that comes with achievement. But in reality, this excitement is a roller coaster of pleasure and pain. Everybody who is an achiever knows that achievement is not easy. There is so much competition and there is so many problems along the way. Then sometimes we win and sometimes we lose. When we face disappointments, we become unhappy. Ultimately, nobody stays on the success peak forever. Whether it is a successful businessman, a politician or artist, a champion in singing, dancing, movies or sports, a day comes when we have to leave the peak and descend into the valley of gloom that follows and which creates so much misery and sorrow. There is rejection which leads to depression. We are no more sought after because we are no more successful. What happens to all the happiness that success promised? To add to the misery, age steals our health and though we may have wealth, we are unable to enjoy the pleasure promised by success and achievement. A small minority discovers the secret. Success is not happiness. Success is pleasure but cannot guarantee eternal bliss. While the purpose of success is happiness, the promise is momentary. Therefore, the secret is success is not happiness. Happiness is success. We are chasing success to be happy, but we are never happy. Instead, if we learn the art of happiness, then we are actually successful. Therefore, happiness is success. The whole world wants to be happy. That is why throughout life we zoom from the womb to the tomb, wanting to be a winner. Few of us are really successful. We give up the shallow pursuit of success and learn the art of being happy. We don't need success to be happy. Yes, we need some money, some noteworthy achievement to provide food, shelter and clothing. But happiness is not about earning. Actually, it's about spending. Yet the whole world is doing otherwise. The millionaires and billionaires earn and earn only for others to burn what they earn. Little do they realize that they must spend before their end so that the world would cry when they die. Look at the lives of successful people. It ends with regret because they did not do what they wished they could. So many say, I would have, I could have, I should have. But they cannot reverse their life. Life has no rewind button and now their life is over. They wanted to be happy but instead they chased success. Now they have success but no happiness. Isn't it time to stop running after success?
Isn't it time to start doing what we love to do so that we can be happy and successful, not successful and unhappy? Of course, winning will give pleasure, but that pleasure is a paradox for soon we will be unhappy. Success will not quench our thirst. It will only create desires that will make us burst. Instead, if we learn the art of contentment and fulfillment, we can be happy moment by moment. The whole world believes in the lie, and therefore everybody tries to fly in the sky, being a success, being an achiever because of the false promise that success is happiness. When will we realize the truth? Happiness is success. When will we change the priority of our life from being successful to being happy? All successful people are not happy, but all happy people are successful. Chapter 33 Evolving from peak to peak If happiness is what you truly seek, then you must evolve from peak to peak. Are you seeking happiness? If you want to be happy, stop seeking it, for if you seek, you will never reach the peak. Most of us are trying to climb the first peak of happiness, achievement, which is an illusion. It doesn't exist. Every time we think we are close to that peak, another peak that lies ahead is revealed, and so we never reach the destination. The destination is a cliff called death. One day, trying to reach the peak of achievement, our life is over. We are never content and satisfied and so the majority of this world just lives and dies, trying to scale the first peak of happiness called achievement. This is our biggest tragedy that we believe that the peak of achievement is the peak of happiness. If we want to be truly happy, we must exit from the highway that goes to the peak of achievement and take the little road that will lead us to the second peak of happiness, fulfillment. While the achievers enjoy pleasure, it is those who scale the second peak of happiness, fulfillment, that are truly happy. They are fully satisfied and content. They fulfill their need to be happy and they don't let their greed make them unhappy. Therefore, if we are that minority who has evolved from the first peak of achievement to that second peak of fulfillment, then we are far happier than most people in the world. But how many of us evolve from the first peak of achievement to the second peak of fulfillment? Very few. The glamour and the glitz of success and achievement keeps us stuck to pleasures of the material world. A new car, a new villa, branded clothes, accessories and travelling by first class all this fools us into running the achievement race and we get caught in the maze. A few of us are blessed. We evolve as we realize that these material pleasures are not lasting happiness. They are illusory as they make us happy in the moment but soon make us unhappy. Such is pleasure on the first peak. But happiness on the second peak is bliss that comes from peace. It is contentment and fulfillment that comes from the universal connection. Our happiness is not based on the exterior, material world, but is built on the foundation of peace. We realize that we bring nothing into this world and we can take nothing with us. 
we make happiness the journey, not the destination. We enjoy life moment by moment, living in the now. We should be grateful if we have evolved from the first peak achievement to the second peak fulfillment. Life is not permanent. It has to end. Every body has to die and before we die, we all experience pain. The body gets old, experiences decay or disease and ultimately dies. We all experience the triple suffering of the body, mind and ego, whether we are on the peak of achievement or fulfillment. A rare minority is lucky to evolve to that third and ultimate peak of happiness where we are liberated from all suffering and sorrow. It is on this third peak that we enjoy the pleasures of the world with peace and we evolve further beyond achievement and fulfillment. We are enlightened with the truth of who we are and why we are here. This liberates us from the triple suffering of the body, mind and ego. It gives our life meaning and purpose. It makes us realize the truth and transports us to a state of consciousness where we experience an ecstasy of joy and a euphoria of bliss that is greater than any happiness. The third and ultimate peak of happiness, enlightenment, not only gives us happiness beyond pleasure and bliss that is built on the foundation of peace, but it also liberates us from all the suffering on earth, from fear, worry, stress and anxiety, from anger, hate, revenge and jealousy. And this is not all. Not only does enlightenment liberate us from all suffering on earth, but it also liberates us from the constant cycle of death and rebirth. The enlightenment peak makes us overcome our ignorance and when the truth shines, we realize that we are in the reality, the soul, the spark of unique life that is within, not the body that appears to be made of bone and skin. This realization that we are a manifestation of the divine on the peak of enlightenment makes us realize God as Sip, the supreme immortal power, and we live in the ever presence of the divine in a state of Ananda and Nirvana, happiness unknown to common man. The purpose of our life is to evolve to this third peak of enlightenment, to experience that state of eternal happiness, divine love, and everlasting peace as we are liberated from all suffering and are united with the divine. Afterward, I too was chasing happiness that came from achievement till I discovered eternal happiness from enlightenment. Like anybody else, I too wanted to be happy. In fact, the first book I ever wrote was titled, I Wanna Be Happy. In that book, I only talked about achievement and fulfillment. I had not yet discovered the third and ultimate peak of happiness, enlightenment. As my life evolved, I was blessed to go on a quest and to discover what the purpose of my existence was, what the meaning of life is. Not only did I get answers to my questions about life, I discovered my purpose and with it, I experienced that state of eternal happiness where there was no sorrow or suffering. Therefore, this book is not a book of theory. It is not a philosophy. It is a biography. It is my own life experience, how I went from one summit of success to another, 
trying to be happy till I ultimately realized that the peak of achievement was an illusion. One day I realized that I would fall off that cliff and die. That day was sure to come. Nobody can escape death. But if I achieved all the success in the world, would I be truly happy? I realized that more success was not equal to more happiness. We need money to live, but money is not equal to happiness. I shut down my business at the age of 40 because I found more happiness in doing humanitarian, inspirational and spiritual work. I flipped over from achievement to fulfillment as I transformed my life. First, I was running after pleasures to be happy. My transformation gave me peace and far greater happiness. But I realized that there was something beyond this. I took the help of my spiritual master, Dada J.P. Paswani. He led me on to a talash, a search for the true purpose of life. Little did I realize that this quest would not only give me meaning and purpose, but I would also attain self-realization and God-realization and beyond all, I would ultimately reach the third and ultimate peak of happiness, enlightenment. I would be free from the cycle of death and rebirth and from all suffering on earth. I'm grateful that I've myself experienced all the three peaks of happiness. I scaled the first peak of achievement for 25 years. Then I was on the plateau of fulfillment, the second peak for about 7 years. However, the last 8 years of my life have been the most blissful, the most peaceful as I've lived on the peak of enlightenment, having realized the truth about life. Therefore, I urge people to evolve from one peak of happiness to another. till they ultimately reach the peak of enlightenment where they can experience that state of eternal happiness of divine love and everlasting peace this ecstasy of joy cannot be experienced on the first two peaks this euphoria of bliss is rare and only for those who seek and achieve enlightenment everybody cannot be enlightened but those who do are liberated from all misery on earth from rebirth and they live as the divine soul in ananda nirvana eternal bliss om three peaks of happiness by air what is happiness is it success is it achievement that creates so much stress success creates money that creates pleasure and bliss but this is not what true happiness is Happiness is not money otherwise the rich would be glad there are people who are successful why are they sad happiness is not pleasure that depends on many a thing true happiness is peace it is a state of being who doesn't want to be happy who wants to be sad there may be a few but they are then mad everybody in this world wants to be happy wants to smile but most have miseries that are longer than the nine money can buy pleasure but it can't buy happiness money can buy medicines but health we can miss money can buy a diamond ring but love it cannot bring money cannot buy bliss though it can buy many a thing happiness is like a shadow which we cannot chase further it goes away 
when you are in a race. Those who seek success may become an ace, but they are sure to end in the misery maze. Happiness is something that everyone seeks. Happiness can be found on three little peaks. The first peak is achievement, the second is fulfillment, but the ultimate happiness comes with enlightenment. On the first peak of happiness, what we get is pleasure. We become happy because of material treasure. The happiness on this peak is not very strong. We are happy for a moment, but it does not last long. The second peak of happiness is called fulfillment. It comes from being satisfied, living with contentment. It is letting go of pleasure that comes from achievement and living with peace which gives bliss that is consistent. But while we have pleasure and while we have peace, we will have sorrow that will make our bliss cease. If we want to be happy, then life's purpose we must find. This is enlightenment. It is transcending the mind. The mind is a monkey. It steals our peace. It makes us desire and it continues to tease. It swings like a monkey to a past that is gone and robs our bliss because of a future not yet born. If we want to be happy, we must still the mind. We must be still. Consciousness we must find. In this state, we are not caught in a thought, but this bliss to enjoy we sadly forget. Because we are chasing money, success and wealth, we lose our life, we lose our health. We may have all the money that can give us pleasure, but we will not attain peace, which is the real treasure. Peace is the foundation of happiness, but there is no peace, there cannot be bliss. Therefore, we must make sure not to lose peace of mind. Then, true bliss and ecstasy in life we will find. Far happier are those who have peace in their tank than those who have a lot of money in their bank. Money is important, but it can't buy happiness. With money, can you go shopping for bliss? But more important than pleasure and peace is this. Finding purpose leads to true happiness. Who am I? Why did I come to earth? True bliss is realizing the purpose of this birth. When we overcome ignorance and we realize the truth, we are free from sorrow when we get to the root. When we realize we are not the body, ego or mind, all misery and suffering we leave behind. But to reach the state of enlightenment is rare. To be enlightened in life, not many people care. We are ignorant that from misery we can be free if we evolve on the happiness peaks from one to three. Everybody who is born must suffer pain. We become miserable again and again. But the one who realizes that who suffers is not me, he from the triple suffering is free. Because we think we are the body, we suffer aches and pain. Because of the ego, we are miserable again. Because of the mind, we live with worry and fear. The ego, the body, the mind, create many a tear. But once we realize we are none of the three, then from all miseries we can be free. We can live with bliss and peace. Enlightenment makes all miseries cease. Happiness is thus not what we are taught. Alas, in the success race, 
we are caught. To make money is our primary thought and what true happiness is, we forget. If you want to be happy, pause for a while. You can be always blissful with a smile. Don't try to become happy, then happy you can be. If you realize you are the soul, not the mind and ego, me. True happiness is being in that state of consciousness. True bliss lies in a state of thoughtlessness. When we kill the monkey mind, we can have true happiness. But how to kill the mind? We don't know this. The mind is like a monkey. Notice Evi is its tail. It is ever yelling and ever yearning and it makes us fail. When we still the mind and it desires that create a thirst, then we conquer sorrow that otherwise makes us burst. There are many ways to be happy and be glad. Count your blessings and you will never be sad. Discover true love, the fountain of bliss. These are simple ways to happiness. Success is not happiness. Happiness is success. Those who don't realize this end their life in a mess. They just zoom from the room to the tomb and all they have is misery and gloom. Instead, look at the yogi who is always in bliss. He's never in a state of unhappiness. Ever united with the divine, he knows it's all a show. Nothing is ours. The yogi knows that we come and go. Do you want to be happy? Then happy you can be. Then realize that the peaks of happiness are three. If you run after success, happy you will never be. But if you are enlightened from misery, you will be free. To be happy, you must live in the now. To be happy, you must take a vow. Moment by moment, enjoy this treasure called life. Be enlightened and you will be free from strife. Are all successful people happy? The answer is no. But all happy people are successful. This truth we must know. We must realize the truth that life is a show. We will live with peace, love and bliss and go. Not only we will be free from all suffering on earth, realization will free us from rebirth. It will free us from fear, worry, anxiety and stress and give us joy, love, peace and bliss. So are you seeking pleasure? Are you seeking happiness, peace and bliss? Then evolve from one peak to another peak and you will attain the eternal happiness you seek.